0: Hello, friends. Welcome to uh, the first episode of Off The Beaten Podcast. I'm so excited. I'm Dion. I'm your host. I'm sitting here in my lovely apartment in the Woodlawn neighborhood of Chicago. And I've been wanting to do this for years. I'm in it. We're in it. And that's it. And we're going to do this. So let's have some fun. Um, So I'm just going to jump in. I just want to tell you just a little brief about who I'm going to be talking with. So this was a, a conversation with a friend of mine, a very old friend, um, from my original college days. Uh, we met back in somewhere in the nineties. She was coming into Chicago. I was wanting to start a podcast and I actually wanted someone to discuss the world naked bike ride with. And so it was just kind of perfect. Um, and so we kind of talk about a whole mess of, of uh, topics, getting into it. And so I'm not going to say too much more beyond that. Uh, but thank you to everyone who is listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for rating. If you haven't done those things, go do those things as soon as you're done listening to this. And uh, I can't thank you enough. The more rates and comments I get, the more people who will hear about this and the bigger the community will be. And hopefully um, the more Uh, luscious the conversations right so that's about it Um, also check me out on social media there'll be links in the episode notes Facebook Twitter Instagram Snapchat it's all there Um, also subscribe to my mailing list that'll also be in the episode notes and um, yes I don't have any Sponsors for this podcast. This is all me. I would love some. So, if you know a business or anybody who would like to sponsor an up and coming podcast, please tell them to get at me. If you know someone who would be a great guest for this podcast, please tell them to get at me. And also, I would love to feature local music on this podcast. So, if you have a band or if you're a musician and you would like to hear your music on this podcast, uh, there are is uh, something in the liner notes about that as well. And so, uh, this is being recorded on my lovely blue Yeti microphone. So blue get at me. And so enjoy this conversation with Sarah DePrimo, and, uh, I'll see you at the end. boarding
1: Yay.
0: I'm excited. I'm
1: excited.
0: All right, you should be. Absolutely. We're excited. All right, so this is my... Uh, so at this moment, this podcast does not have a name, but um, I'm working on that. We're figuring it out. Uh, and so my guest today, however, is my um, friend of how many years? Like
1: 21, 22?
0: Years. Um, Sarah... De primo the primo I, right, I, don't, I don't know what the last name is because it was Johnson when we met <laughs> back before you were important and had stuff going on and we're hanging out and on my, my grand recording studio which is actually the living room of my two-bedroom apartment in Woodlawn Chicago uh, woodlawn in Chicago Illinois awesome and you're here visiting yes for the weekend for the
1: weekend yeah
0: first time I've seen you in 19 years yep Alright. So we went to college together.
1: Yes. Okay. At Western Illinois.
0: Yes. Do you remember how
1: we met? Uh you lived two floors below me in the same dorm. But I'm other than that, I don't remember specifics on that. Probably saw each other down in the lobby or something. Probably. Or you were friends with my roommate?
0: No, definitely not.
1: <laughs> mm, definitely not. <laughs> um
0: not that she wasn't pleasant. She was like a sorority girl, right? Uh, kind of like she had that vibe about her. Yeah, like, yeah. She balanced. was all
1: about like party, 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 party. party,
0: party. Super, yeah, super tiny. Mm-hmm. So I remember about she was cute. Mm-hmm. What was her name? Tanya. Tanya. We we we'll have to talk last names. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tanya. She was cute. She was she was cute, but she was kind of annoying, and she hated my ass. So like,
1: yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Well, then that's definitely
0: not how we... That's <laughs> definitely unless you know different. I was pretty certain that she hated me. She was like... And, and then I think she was also... Because where was she from?
1: Uh, She was from up around Streeter.
0: Yeah, but she wasn't used to black folks. Mm-mm. Yeah, not at all. I remember that. So she wasn't used to black people. And here's this big... And like, I tell people... Because there are a lot of people... I find that the people in my life now are people mostly post my Afghanistan deployment. Mm-hmm. Like a majority of them.
1: That makes sense.
0: And so they don't really know the pre-Army personality I had how would you describe it
1: um I would consider you being pretty like carefree kind of go with the flow whatever whatever was going on was going on and don't stress about nothing kind of thing
0: and it's so funny so I'm glad you said that we've not (laughs) talked about this I recently had two people describe in the exact same way and they meant it in completely opposite directions One of them is a woman I've been trying to date for probably close to two years now. And she was like, you just, uh, you're like, she called me opaque. She said, (laughs) she said, you don't have any depth to your personality, basically, because you're just carefree and just nothing really matters. And I was like, okay, you got me. Right? Like, I don't even know what to, I kept saying, like, I don't even know what to say. Like, okay, that's me. Right. Right? I don't think I'm shallow, but like. I have no worries, right? In reality. Right. I have a a, a roof over my head. I have food. I have people who will give me either one of those things if I need them. And so, and then the other person was someone I went to high school with. And she said, she goes, you know, you've always been like this. And I was like, like what? She goes, just carefree. Like nothing. It's all good. There are no troubles. And I'm like, I kind of have, but my father was like that, right? See, there you go. My father was a very like, when my father really showed anger, hostility, any of those emotions, it was go time, right? Up right. until then, it was right. like, <laughs> it's like, like, right, if you see me upset, I'm about to slap the shot, so I Run right. and run fast. Now I'm upset, <laughs> it's on. And um, so, it, I'm glad you, so it's interesting, because yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, well, cool, yeah man, and, oh my god, Yeah, WIU, it's funny because I talk to a lot of people from there now. So this was Western Illinois University that we went to. This was 19, I got there in 97.
1: I got there in 97.
0: Um, I was in band there. I was a music education major, which most people in my life don't even know I play instruments. They're like, like I just started playing trumpet in the Lakeside Pride marching band. And people are like, you play an instrument? Yes. I used to <laughs> like, that was all I did. Right, right. That was my life, you know. And um, yeah, it's so interesting. Um, Tanya, I wonder, do you, you're not in contact with her, are you?
1: Um, I am not in contact with her, but I still talk to Kate, who was on our floor as well, and she was friends with Tanya. Hmm. And she and Tanya have gotten together a few times, so oh, I'm is slowly she, starting to get in contact with people. Is she doing way. well?
0: Yeah. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah. all I, like, you know, no matter what, you yeah. want people to do. She good. still
1: lives up around here somewhere.
0: Yeah. Oh, cool. And I still talk to, like, I, my friend uh, Bina, who went to mm-hmm. WIU. Uh, Sharon, who was a girl, lived in the same dorm as us in Corbin. Um, occasionally, Lisa, she was, uh, she actually was like a runner-up in Miss McComb one year. But me and her, will like trade Facebook messages every once in a while. She, I was like head over heels in love with her.
1: Um, yeah, Facebook has been a godsend, I swear. Like, or the devil, or the devil, <laughs> the depending devil. on who the you're contacting. Like right, <laughs> how you, like, how you like, kind of, like? Or
0: I'm getting myself into the hole. <laughs> whole yeah yeah Lisa was I mean I remember yeah I remember hanging out with her she was adorable we were like we weren't best friends but it was like I remember I used to go to her room and she'd be sleeping and I'd like literally like walk in and would just like spoon her Aww. and just like right like so like our connection was like more than just like I want to jump her bones you know right but it was like she was just so and she was just not having it she's like, like <laughs> as far anything beyond that like she's like I ain't having it let's just right. be real I'm, I'm you know i'm a goddess and you're you so fuck up <laughs> <laughs> it would be, and she'd never say it but it was like subtle like i'd cut like i would she you know and it was okay like i would go in her room and i was spooner and then i'd be like there and then i put my hand on her hip and then the hand would just like, move it off <laughs> like, okay all right there's obviously a boundary line here and i right. craft it um but no good. Awesome. tons of one thing i do remember it was tons of good people though
1: Oh, yeah, it was Tons so much fun. Tons good
0: people. Um, and that's why I went there. Um, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we've kept in contact over the years. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
1: Yep,
0: off and on. Uh, off and on, yeah. And you are, you have kids. No. no. And you are married. Yes. All right, which we'll we'll probably talk about later, because all my married friends I laugh at. I'm like, um, no. <laughs> so, okay, so this is my first ever podcast. And the reason that I, am like, I was, I've wanted to do a podcast for years now. The microphone we're recording on right now, I bought two years ago. And I was like, I want to do a podcast. I want to do a podcast. And uh, this the other day, I was watching some C.T. Fletcher. And I remember, I watched something else. And I was like, you know what? I've been playing myself. I said, I'm going to record a fucking podcast. Like, yeah. today. You know? And then um, just last week, I don't know when I'll actually post this, but just last weekend was the World Naked Bike Ride. Mm-hmm. And I really want to talk about that because it's just like such an amazing um, event, I think there's a lot of preconceived notions around it that aren't totally. true. Um, and you, okay. So, have you ever done the, the naked bike ride?
1: I have not, but it totally intrigues me.
0: Okay. And <laughs> do they have one in St. Louis? So you're you live outside of St. Louis? Yes. Do they have one in St. Louis?
1: Not that I am aware of.
0: Okay. Because um, I actually know people from Chicago went up to Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, to are going up there today. 'Cause their naked bike ride is this weekend.
1: Nice. And
0: Chicago's was last weekend. And I know there's some and there were people I think the furthest I saw, there was a guy in Chicago from Washington, DC, who did the Naked Bike Ride last weekend.
1: Holy cow. Um,
0: and I saw because there's a there's a Facebook group and there's you know tons of discussion and tweeting and such. Um, would you ever do the naked bike ride?
1: I would, but I don't know if I could do it totally naked the first time. Totally naked. Um I would be okay in my underwear the first time. Okay.
0: And my first time, because this is my fourth year. Yeah. My first time I did it naked. No. First year I wore spandex. Second year I did it naked. Okay. Third year I did it naked. And then this year I had no intention of doing it naked. Which is interesting because I've recently like um really been focusing on my health and well-being. So I actually I've recently lost weight. I've been right. biking tons. Um, cut my sugar intake well beyond in a half. Um, and it was funny cause I was not going to do naked. Um, and I actually rode with a friend from high school mm-hmm. and her husband and some of their friends and they were all like naked. And then, um, and she, I don't want to like name her per se. Cause I don't, I don't know if she would be comfortable with that or what, but, um, she was like a little uncomfortable and she's beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, and she was a little like, you know, self-conscious about her body. right? And so she got, we got there and I was planning on wearing yoga pants, basically yoga pants and a spandex like shirt. And so we got there and she took her dress off and she was joking with me like, oh, after all these years, you're finally going to see me naked. And I was kind of like, yo, for real. Right. Cause she's, <laughs> yeah, she's, a, she's a beautiful woman um, and she's a great person um, inside and outside. So I was like, oh cool. You know, whatever. And it, to me one of the things that has always blown my mind is how unsexual the naked bike ride is. Because my first year, I was so worried. And I think that's why I didn't go naked.
1: Because I was like, if I spring that
0: boner in this joint, people are going to lose their fucking minds, Right.
1: And, but if you did, I'm sure you wouldn't have been the only person that's ever done it. Oh no, but like,
0: I remember a guy it was a year or two ago in San Francisco got beat up like right, for shaking his oh, wiener, people, well, or, or okay, something that's, like that. He that's got a getting, different story. they got, <laughs> <he> got kicked <laughs> off the ride. Not that I would do that, but like I was a little worried, like oh god, you know. But um, it's it's very unsexual though. I mean, there are breasts, there are cocks, as far as I can see, there are vaginas, there's everything, right? But it's not like. It's Not sexual, like it, it'd be uh,
1: like going to a nude drawing class,
0: it's like which I've done, I've actually done nude, uh, nude uh, modeling
1: that does not surprise
0: me, which is so weird because, uh, right? I'm a like, it's like some <laughs> of those things I say to people, hey, I am a former model, I have you know, I was paid to take my clothes off, <laughs> and it's funny because I think she had to ride this year, like, people will be cla- are clapping, and I was like, yes. I'm like, this is the first time people have applauded for me taking my clothes off. But actually that's not true. People <laughs> applauded me taking my clothes off and giving me money. <laughs> and so, um, but yeah, but it's not. It's very like unsexual. Um, and there's this great community vibe, and everyone's very pleasant and um everybody shape and everybody type that right. you can see. Um, so yeah, and so but but so my friend my friend inspired me though. And, like, it was funny because I had my clothes on to, like, the, they said, we're rolling. And we're all getting ready to leave, you know, to, to head on the route. And, like, that last moment, I was like, you know what? I'm inspired. And I took my spandex off. And I just, you know, and then it's like I stuck it in my bag. And then it's just, like, pork sword everywhere. And we're doing it. And we yeah. rolled And it was amazing. Um, So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's a totally cool concept. And I love the fact that. Uh, the sh- The police department kind of, you know, turns the other eye. To... Oh no, they rode with us. Well, but I mean, that they're, they're oh. not like arresting people for. Uh oh! No, no, apparently, no, a story behind this. But yeah, you know, if any other time of the year, if there was a bunch of people riding their bikes naked down the street, they would uh, probably not be as lenient, but.
0: No, as my friend David, he said this one year because he was one of the, the the volunteer organizers and such. And he said one year on the like they were you know telling everyone you know kind of what's going on and on the bullhorn. I remember saying he said make sure you bring clothes with you. He said because a thousand people naked in the streets is a party. One person naked in the streets a pervert. Second, <laughs> <kind> of police <laughs> I gotta look at you. And I was like, you know what? He's right. Yeah, thousand of us. Which I think this year the count was eleven hundred. Oh wow, you know, the unofficial count. You know. And so, and there was a lot of people, but like, yeah, like a thousand of us. That's like, it's you know, woo-woo. right. But if you get left behind and you ain't got no clothes, and you just stand on the corner butt naked, you are a pervert.
1: Exactly, <laughs> like a pervert. Like we have the undie run in St. Louis. Oh yeah, we have one of those. Yeah, yeah, so you know, if you did that on a normal day, you probably wouldn't be so welcome. But Sorry. you know, right? <laughs> cover <laughs> that up, <laughs> all that up. Like, come on, don't be like that.
0: Yeah. And it's, and it's interesting because there's four to me there's four types of people you see when you ride those people who were like just like you people are amazing and they come out they just like there was one guy he said not a word when I was there he was just standing on the corner clapping yeah and he just watched us go by and then there's the people who are like bewildered and the best moment for that for me was there was a guy we were in front of the water tower Michigan avenue and there was a cop there. And he had his hands in his pockets. And there was this black guy next to him with dreads. And he goes, all these naked people? And you ain't going to arrest nobody? <laughs>
1: I <laughs> love
0: I, it. And I just kept rolling. I, like, <laughs> I said, in, in his eyes, this is probably the most bullshit moment ever, right? right? Well, like, I can't walk across the street <laughs> <just> <laughs> naked, mostly white, <laughs> white folks. As far, but there was actually a very diverse crowd this year. Um, a lot of black people, um, more than I had probably I had ever seen. And and I took two years off because I normally this weekend was also Spring Awakening, right. which I was really sad I didn't get to go to. But I didn't normally bartend at Spring Awakening with a buddy with some buddies of my, with a buddy of mine who who does bar management and such. Um, and I didn't go this year because my basset my bartending license expired. So I was like, I didn't get it in time because of my biking. I've been doing nothing but working, cycling, working, right. cycling, having been doing jiu-jitsu. And so I just couldn't do Spring Awakening. So it was like, okay, I can at least do the Naked Bike Ride this year. Yeah. As after two years off, it was amazing. But it was more black people than I'd ever seen. That's uh, awesome. More brown people. Um, but I hate the term p- people of color. So I'm not going to use it. That's, to me, it feels like an asshole term. But black yeah. people, brown people. Asian, like every, you know, it was just mm-hmm. very diverse crowd and that's so why it was really cool. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. that's re- that's awesome. Well, I next, love I love the diversity of it.
0: Next year you got travel. Let's do it. Travel, get you a nice, whatever kind of bike you like, tricycle. <laughs> I like those old school, that look like the old choppers.
1: Oh, but can the I, other- Can I have streamers on the handles oh, and whatever the, you- in the front?
0: Oh, and lights and everything. Yes. But, but the other two types of people, oh, uh, the ones oh. who are disgusting.
1: Oh, Disgusted, yeah. like, fuck you why would you have your dick oh <laughs> so, yeah like there are people there's who always just, gonna be those people no matter what they
0: just look like oh god you might as well just go ahead and spit on my newborn baby like what are you doing and then the people who are just like like they're cooler things for me to like the people like there was a girl sitting on, on a stop and she was like staring at her phone like whatever she's doing, I'm like, oh, that's the most
1: interesting thing right now. Right. There's a parade the of completely naked... oblivious people. Right. There's a
0: complete There's a, like that's like I'm like I'm thinking she's probably looking so she doesn't have to look at all the pork swords. But then again, I'm like, what that?
1: Oh, like, she was totally looking over the top of her phone. I'm like, but that's not <laughs> your point. Right. I'm like, that's the most interesting thing going on right now is your phone,
0: really, really? Okay. And there are people like that, like they just like they're not even looking; they're just walking, mm-hmm. going wherever. And I'm like, you are. What? Huh? Right. Like the other three reactions are at least genuine. You're just an asshole, right? You're just like, huh? What but naked people? What naked people? Right. Huh? And it's funny. Actually, actually, I discovered the world naked by God. Right? I was on a date with a girl that I that I had um, had romantic overtures with at Western Illinois University. Her name was Carly, Um and it was funny because I just thought she was too good for me, mm-hmm. right? And so I actually ended up hooking her up with one of my best friends at Western. And they dated for like five, six years.
1: Holy crap.
0: And it was, and, it, and like, I thought, and ultimately I was like, oh, you know what, maybe they'll get married, have kids. Right. And it'll be a really sweet story, you know, because like me and her, like I said, we'd had like a romantic, like we went on one date, never kissed, I don't even think, right? Um, and I'll never forget because we were walking on the, the quad by the football field, so that yes. area. Uh-huh. And there was this group of black girls walking towards us coming from Q Lot. And we were walking towards Q Lot. And those girls gave her the look of death. And Carly was from like like far out western Illinois. And she was like, and she looked and she goes, What was that look about? I'm like, girl, you were the big child you were the (laughs) sexiest chocolate daddy on campus. They jealous. They mad. Why she get to hang out with him we ain't hanging. I'm like girl, you you date like this, all the black girls gonna be giving that <laughs> look. And she was like, she was just so like mythed, like, oh my god, you know. And it was like one of the cutest moments ever. And uh, um, but we were on a date here in Chicago, mm-hmm. so this would have been like seven years ago, okay? Because she's married now; she has uh, uh, she had a kid then, she has more kids now, you know. I'm um, th- pretty sure. Um, but we were actually at a subway up near Russian Division. And literally we were in there. I remember like getting ready to leave. And I looked and I saw like a naked person go by. Like what? <laughs> like and I'm mean, being like, what the fuck was that? Was that a naked person? And then I saw another. And I'm like, okay, I'm not tweaking. That was true. <laughs> and then the whole parade. <laughs> like, like, it was like, yow, yow, yow. And it was one of those, because there are times in the ride where they just kind of go a little faster. Go. And right. it was like, they just came through. And I was like, and she was like, what is this? I have no idea, but I'm doing it. I'm doing right. it next time. Right. And that's how I discovered the World Naked Bike Ride. And uh, yeah, and I'm doing it. And Carly is long gone. And that is life, as it turns out. Um, so why are you, let's go ahead and talk about why you're in town. I was telling somebody about this last night. I'm like, "Yo, this Joker's at my house," and here's why.
1: <laughs> so you go ahead. Great. Uh, I am up here for the mixtape tour. It's New Kids on the Block, Debbie Gibson, <laughs> Tiffany. You, too bad you guys can't see the look he's giving me right now. Uh, Naughty by Nature and Salt and Peppa. Salt and Peppa. Yep. They were uh, in St. Louis the beginning of May, and I. Missed it because uh, the concert was the night that I flew back from Florida. So I was like, hey, I have friends that live in Chicago. I have a cousin that lives in Chicago. I'm just going to go up there to the concert. Oh, so
0: right. here I am. So you yeah. crashed on my couch last night. I did. Mm-hmm.
1: I did. Slept like a baby. Too.
0: Slept, which is hilarious because <laughs> I hate my couch. It's too small and it's too soft. I hate sitting on it. I And you know what? And only that's one of the few things. No. Let me see the opposite. That's a hand-me-down. And it, there are very few things in this place that are not hand-me-downs, right? My place is very Spartan, and I'm very poor for the most part, um, even with my new fancy job. Um, so, but that, that chair was a gift. Everything in here is a gift or a hand-me-down, including yeah. my bed, um, including this table, uh, which is just a card table we're sitting at right now. Um, I bought this with my own money. I have this huge tough box that my table sits on. I bought this in Afghanistan, right? This thing could take a bullet and save your <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, yeah, I hate I hate that couch. Like, if I, because I had a friend who came from Florida and, and I let her take the bed, you know, um, being, being a gentleman. And every night I was in agony because I need a hard service. Sleeping on the floor is way nicer than me than sleeping on that couch. Uh, no, I, I love the couch. Oh, God. No, my back would be screaming. My bed is too soft because it's an old mattress. And I'm just like, I need an f- extra firm. Uh-uh. No. That's a complete opposite. Extra firm. Put it on me, baby. Put it on me. That's nope. what I need. Well, uh, nope. yeah. So, new kids on the block. Yes. I'm not judging you too hard. I you better not, because Be- I know a story. Because I've seen. I, so we talk, We did talk about this this morning. I went and saw New Kids in the Block last time they were in Chicago mm-hmm. with my friend Elizabeth, who now lives in Iowa, a, a, a lovely lady. And she had tickets, but did not have a car. And much to, true to my nature, you know, people know, like, fuck. Deanna, do anything. I'm gonna fuck, right? And so she called me. She's like, and I was like, no, I'm uh uh-uh, uh, no, no. Uh-uh. She's like, come on. She's like, I'll buy you. She goes, I have an extra ticket and I'll buy your drinks. I was like, and then, she, and then she sold. The seller was like, it's gonna be nothing but women. Okay, cool. Right, we go wrong. Right, she's not lying. And I got there. <laughs> it was at the Allstate Arena. Uh huh. There was probably 20 guys in the whole joint. One of them was vanilla ice, which bothered me a lot. I don't know why that fact bothered me, but like there's only twenty dudes and one of them so there's really only nineteen dudes in this joint as far as I'm right. concerned. But no, vanilla ice was there. He was making out with some girl in like the second row. It was a hot mess. Ew. Um a hot mess, yes. But it was fun because it was like all these like middle-aged women just ready to bear their breasts at a moment's notice. And I was just loving it. And I was like, oh, hi. I was going, oh, you're so sexy. Look at you, hi, girl. Hi. <laughs> right, Some of you have never had chocolate, but you're in that mood where you're willing to try it. So like, what are we doing? This girl this girl can take an Uber home. Let's party, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's when it comes down to it. <laughs> right, we came together, we lead together, but not necessarily at the same kind. That's all right. right? The same kind. So as, as you get whole safe is all I'm really worried about. But yeah, and we um, no, it was great. And then, but it was 90 degrees. Yes. Boys to men. Okay. But it was actually boys to men with an opener. Yes. Then 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. And then, and I was telling you this earlier because it was like, you know, they, they had the huge screens, uh-huh. and it was like, oh, "Are you ready?" And I was like. Okay, you know, okay, it's two kids in the block. I was not a fan when they were, like, popular because I'm oh. black, right? <laughs> that was not the... And you male. That was not what was hood in my neighborhood. You know what right. I'm saying? So, but it's like, are you ready? Are you prepared for two and a half hours? I'm like, oh, hell no. Because <laughs> you can hear, like, I was the only person talking. Oh, hell no. Two and a half hours. And so... And Elizabeth was like, it's going to be okay. But 90 minutes in, she was like, you ready to go? Because it's a lot. It's a lot of music. But I will say this. um, Joey, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right, who does Broadway now, who has a solo career, is amazing. He is an amazing vocalist. And they rightfully and smartly feature him a lot. Yes. So there are songs, there was one song, and I don't know their songs, I couldn't tell you, like, do they do the right stuff? Is that their song? Yes. Okay, okay. Other than that, right, I couldn't tell you a song, but there was one, and they put him on, like, this turntable, and he went, like, 30 feet above the stage with just a microphone, and he was kind of dressed like Michael Buble, like, that's how I remember it, and he takes the vest off, he takes the tie off, and then he, like, rips his shirt open, <laughs> and I was like,
1: Okay. He's got something going here. Like, I, I feel it. almost sounds like he was singing, please don't go, girl. Probably. And the women were like, ooh, bras are
0: flying. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay, I've had my fill. Because he's obviously getting all the girls. And I'm going right. home with the girl I came with. Uh,
1: so along those lines, <laughs> yes. there, if anybody is wondering, there's pictures floating around of Joey McIntyre on the internet um, in some very revealing pants. Yes. And there are other reasons why he's very popular with the ladies. Oh good lord. <laughs> See, There's a reason he has five children. <laughs> I have friends I have like, a few
0: friends like that. Um, you know, like they're just good looking and they're probably hung like a fucking moose. Like this mm-hmm. shit ain't right. Shit ain't right, you know? You dance too, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I got like one car. That's I got charm. That's
1: all I got. God was like, eh.
0: Here, here's some lips. See what you do with them. That's it. <laughs> right.
1: That's all I got.
0: Some bullshit. Yeah.
1: This okay. will be my sixth time. See new kids
0: on the block. Fuck that. And you pay money. Yeah, of course. No, 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 no. It is, but I will say this. I have some Debbie... I have no new kids on the block on my Spotify. I have some Debbie Gibson on my Spotify. Uh-huh. I have maybe mm-hmm. one Tiffany song. Maybe. Um, and... I would be much inch more interested in seeing them, those three, than seeing Naughty by and we talked about this or Naughty yes. by Nature and Zon Peppa. I would agree with that because hip hop live, especially old school, for me most of the time it feels like bullshit. Right, with the backing track. Well, and o- oftentimes with the vocals still in the backing track,
1: right. And I'm kind of wondering with this concert. Um, I have obviously not seen any of the concert yet um but i have friends that have been to different locations and seen the tour and it's apparently like a mixtape like you know usually when you go to a concert the opening band starts they do their stick and then oh so it's so this does like they have no opening band like it's they do a New Kids on the Block song, and then Debbie Gibson might come out, and then Naughty by Nature might come out, and then... Oh, so it's So rotating. it's, like, all mingled in oh, together. That's cool spot. So, and they actually all do a song together.
0: Oh, that's cool spot, though. So,
1: I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And, okay. Yeah. I know my
0: friend Holly went, and I didn't even ask her about it, because it's fucking new kids on the block. I don't know. I'm give sure what you did, but, But, uh, no, but, uh, okay, now that I hear that, I'm a little interested, right? Yeah. That would be cool, because I imagine a dude's from out by Nature, like, with Debbie. Is she married? Debbie Gibson?
1: Uh, she was at one point. I don't know if she still is or not. Yeah.
0: See, that would be me. i was like, yo, Debbie and Tiffany over
1: there. I'll see Kat. Later. Maybe well, like, you know, with me having four seats, I may need bail money later. That's I all I'm saying. Bring,
0: fucking hold up. Do whipping you with his chain. Like fuck off me, lady. <laughs> fuck off me. <laughs> this is no What are you doing? No, and i yeah, but I went to um and I will say I saw Son Pelpa before. Mm-hmm. They performed at The Taste of Chicago. And if anybody remembers who else was at that because I remember Slick Rick. I remember Dougie Fresh. I remember salt and pepper, but I feel like there was three other acts. I feel like Kool Moe might have been one of them, but it was off the chain, old school. Uh, Taste of Chicago, the first time and only time I've ever, other than Fourth of July, I actually remember mm-hmm. they shut that field off so no more people could come in, and it was just like
1: that is nuts.
0: Every black person in Chicago and half the white ones was just like, oh baby, you know, like no, it was like, a, uh, what's the what's the what's the the big salt and pepper song, uh, like. Uh, Let's talk Shh. about sex. Baby. Yes. Let's talk about... And like everybody's out there and I was just like, this is mad. Because it was old school. When Slick Rick came out with the suit, the Kango, <laughs> the fucking patch, I lost my mind. Lost my mind. Slick Rick's in the house. Slick Rick's in the house. That to me was second and, I, and I'm this to or this morning. Second only to going to... And it might even been the same year. Taste your Congo, more day in the time,
1: that would have been awesome.
0: And I snuck, not even snuck in, but they opened up the seating set because I didn't have tickets. Because you had to have set. That was like one of the first years you had to have tickets to get in the seats. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have tickets, but they, but I got into the seats. And I literally snuck, snoo- like went up to like the fifth row, and I'm there more days on stage now we're rolling the hits ice cream castles and uh, the, the bird uh, uh jungle love he's dancing because he i mean it's straight 80s and i'm in the fifth row and i look left and right
1: i'm the only dude
0: <laughs> in the
1: first you could have gotten some serious tale that first night.
0: five row right he shares He's on the TV chairs, First five rows And I'm like where's all the up. I don't give a shit Cause he was like The minute he combed his hair I was like Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's Morris Day uh, uh. And we were all Like the whole My whole row was dancing It was like we were backup dancers We were doing that old school Like side to side dun, 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 dun. Oh we oh we oh <laughs> Like, this is some shit. And then there's, like, the the Morris Day where you do, like, the step and then the slide Uh and then step, step. We were all doing it. It was, like, everything they were doing on stage, my whole role was doing. And it was just me and, like... Those are the best concerts. Oh, it was was the best. Best. I would go see him every... And it's funny because I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. Mm -hmm. And in the Kevin Smith movies... (gasps) That's uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Morris Day
1: and the motherfucking time. And
0: I I said it. I said it on someone's camera. Because I was like, I don't believe it. And the lady next to me was like, this is amazing. I'm like, it's Morris Day and the motherfucking time. And I was just, oh my God. Like I'm excited. I'm sweating. I'm sweating to think about it. Because it's Morris Day and the motherfucking time. Oh my God. Only, oh, it was bad. That was great. <laughs> Best Taste of Chicago show I've ever been to. I remember, like, just sitting down in a chair and like, oh, God. Just just covered in sweat. Because uh-huh. it was like, oh, that was the shit. So, yes. So, hopefully you have a great time.
1: I'm sure I will. I have no doubt about it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And um, get pictures. Send me pictures. Oh,
1: yeah. Totally. Um, I wonder how um I wonder how
0: long we've been doing. Okay. I, I don't know. Like, you know, we got time. Yeah. So <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. you know what? Let's so is so let's talk about so let's do the let's talk about this. So okay. I have a list of topics here because I you know, I don't know what's up? what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Um so it's Pride Month. Yes. And you identify
1: as I identify as a bisexual polyamorous. Okay. So in other words, nobody's safe.
0: All right. I dig that, I guess. I don't know. I, <laughs> I dig that, I guess. I guess. No, I had a friend years ago, um, and I remember her, Her, she was bisexual. Well, it is funny, because my history, um, which I guess we can talk about, um, with, that, with the L G B T Q
1: I A T
0: Plus. Yeah. Like, I just cut it to plus, <laughs> right? Plus... Community is is a, is actually kinda interesting. Um, but I remember her mom used to always say, She was like, Mom, I'm bisexual. And uh we were like at her like probably early twenty, like maybe twenty twenty-one. she's mm-hmm. like, Mom, i bisexual. And her mom was like, That's not a real thing. She goes, You're either straight, you're gay, bisexual people are just greedy. And she like, I've, Gotta, actually,
1: Gotta, I've actually had a homosexual person tell me that. Tell you before. that. And that's yeah. like
0: how her her mom was always she was like, I don't care one way the other. She's like, just decide. And like, it was kinda like just Decide, You know, Um, it's funny thinking about it. Um, My first encounter, and it's funny because it actually goes to something at at, uh, WIU. So my first encounter with someone who was not what now today is considered cisgender heterosexual. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a girl at my high school named Megan. And Megan was like the weirdest, one of the weirdest personalities to me ever because she was like just a very non-conventional personality, kind of wild, a little crazy, right. um, interested in music, but wasn't really in the music program because we had a music theory class together. Okay. Um, kind of gothy, um... Just, you know, was was definitely, like, had a vibe of an outsider and celebrated that. Mm-hmm. And I remember we became friends in music theory. I'd seen her around but didn't really know her well. And then we were in music theory together. Became friends. And I remember one day she said something about her being bisexual. And I was like, what? What What? the, what the fuck is that? Like, huh? What? You know? And then she's, I remember she, like, pinched me. She was like, yeah. Bisexual. I like it all. Something like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Oh my god I don't know what I'm doing here What's going on And it's funny because Like even now Looking back um, Some of which have come out um, And some of which Whatever You know Whatever your preference Your preference But like I had gay friends You know Um, um One of my favorite cousins Was you know Was gay you know? And so to me It wasn't like Someone gay Or homosexual Was unusual Right, right. But like bisexual I was like Oh fuck yeah that right okay and then it was funny so that was my senior high school so then I went to WIU Mm -hmm. and I I don't you probably I don't even know if you knew her or whatever there was a girl that lived in Corbin Hall and this was actually I met her before I lived in Corbin because I originally lived over in the freshman dorms over on the other side of the campus right and then I ended up moving but she lived in Corbin she was a theater person.
1: I think we had a lot of
0: Oh, Corbin had a whole well, they had the fine arts floor. Right. And but then... I think
1: we had a whole lot of homosexual, bisexual just oh. because of the and majors we had in our The arts community. Yes. Yeah, oh for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um and Do you remember my... they used to our nickname for the or well the nickname on campus for our dorm was Queerbin.
0: I have heard that before. Yes, does not surprise me. Yes, right? and it was so weird. That was the weird thing about WIU and Macomb is it's like country. Oh my god, it's so country. It's a country community, mm-hmm. and um, not not. And I don't mean that in a
1: pejorative way, but it is country, right? Yeah. You're a, you're a man, you know, and you got. Well, your... the good majority of the population were college students. Yes, like when college oh. wasn't in session. Which
0: I've been down there. It's a ghost town. over summer. I used to. Uh, well, I can tell you about that in a minute. Okay. Like summers when I was teaching, um, but yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, America it has a, it's a slice of Americana, yes, exactly. and homosexuality does not exist in America, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Kind of thing, and um, yeah, so it was always a weird dichotomy, you know, in that way, um, and I'm sure a lot of other colleges probably like, you know, similar, right? Because right. you have these people who come from everywhere, mm-hmm. and then they are in these little because all the state schools are in the little country towns, you know, which is why. It took me so long and so much money to finish college because when I was in the army, they're like, you can go to any state school you want for free. And I'm like, Eastern, Southern, Western, Northern. No, fuck you. (laughs) I'm like, no, fuck you. And you're not sending me back to the (laughs) cornfields. I'm back. I'm here to stay now. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. And so I went to, and UIC would not take any of my transfer credits. So UIC was like, you can come in as a freshman. And I was like, fuck, then double fuck you. I'll go back to the cornfields before I do that. And then I ended up at a private university here in the city, which all the universities in the city, I think for, at the time, I didn't know about Northeastern Illinois University. That's a public university, I'm pretty sure. But every Northwestern is private, technically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Columbia, uh, Roosevelt, uh, St. Xavier, uh, what what a, a... I'm, oh, gosh. I'm sure there's some others yeah. I'm missing but they're yeah. all uh, they're all private mm-hmm. so the army was like we'll, we'll pay 25% as so I ended up paying a lot of fucking money for school right way more than I should have yeah. because I didn't want to go back to the cornfields Um, but in Corbin there was this girl named Sarah and the only reason I remember her well not the only reason But she was, like, my first college crush, for sure. And she looked like Lisa Loeb. She was this Jewish girl, dark hair, glasses. And I just thought she was divine. Like, I just thought she was divine. And I remember, like, manufacturing a way to meet her, and then I'm meeting her. And it it was almost like, you know what? You're kind of funny. You should hang out with me. And I was like, yes, please, you know? (laughs) And I'll never forget. And we'd go on these, like, late-night walks around the town. Like, mm-hmm. just, you know, walk to Turning Point Cafe, yep. get something, walk, you know. And, like, we never really hung out outside of that. But we'd, hang, you know, and then slowly over time, we started to a little bit more. But I remember we'd walk, and one night she was telling me, we were talking about relationships. I'm, you know, trying to figure out, the your boyfriend, what we right we doing here? And she's like, yeah, you know, I'm single, blah, blah, blah. She goes, the last person I was dating was kind of shitty, blah, blah, blah. And then she was, like, kind of explaining. She goes, and she, blah, blah, blah. And I stopped and I said, like, gee. <laughs> she was like, yeah, she. And I was like, you know, because I, I, you know what I'm saying? Right. I, okay. This was a, a new thing for me to encounter, per se. Um, And I, at the time, I was 17. I went to college at 17, mm-hmm. right? So I'm young, right? I'm just like, she, you know? Like, oh my God, I have no idea this happens, you know? The second person I've encountered, but I'm still like, i was <laughs> shocked. And she goes, yeah. She goes, I'm bi. And I like, you know, it was a me like shock factor and then like super turned on factor. Right. And then it was, she was like, yeah. And then she's just starting to show us, Carrie, Andy. She started naming all the people that I would hang out with through her. She goes, they're all gay or bi. And I was like, no way. She goes, we're all in the BGLFA. And I was like, the fuck is the BGLFA, right? So at the time, Western's gay, there was a Gay Straight Alliance. Yes. And then there was the Bisexual Gay Lesbians and Friends Association. Yes. The BGLFA, right? Yep. And so like, everybody she hung out with were all members of the BGLFA. And I had no idea. So I'm like, uh, but then I kind of like well, it kind of explains it now because Andy does seem a little feminine. <laughs> like,
1: okay, right. once you hear it, then you're like, uh, 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 oh yeah, right, yeah. I guess, I yeah. You know,
0: Carrie did seem a little rough around the edges for you know. Okay, <laughs> so um, and then I ended up joining the BJLF like right. More one reason was because I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, and two, I want to spend more time with her, right? So, like, okay. Legit reason. And, hey, man, do anything (laughs) for a pretty face, right? No, but it was great, and it's funny, because early on, I became very acquainted with, um, people who were bisexual, who were lesbian, who were gay. There was a few transgender, like, trans then was, like, still a dirty, dirty word. It wasn't
1: called transgender, it was called transsexual.
0: Transsexual, um... Or tra- or these are Chinese, right? Yes. That was the thing, right? Yep. Um, and so early on, like I became acquainted. You know, I got to see perspectives. I remember, and I and this kind of goes to a story that I'm totally gonna share, but like so it was kind of funny uh, going on. And, but I, I became acquainted with people who were different from me because none of because they were all white and they were all from like country towns, yes. and so it was just a like you know learning meeting being around people, different. Uh, So I became, and I'll never forget, because uh, they used to do, do you remember the BJLFA used to do panel discussions? Yes. And so I started doing panel discussions because there were a lot of allies, but most of them were like closeted allies. Right. And so I'm like, yo, I'm down for whatever. Oh, cool. I'll do, and I used to do these panel discussions. So the point of the panel discussions was to talk about bisexuality, talk about being gay. Queer wasn't even a word, you know, then, Um, and then you didn't know who was what until the end of the panel. Everyone will offer their, their orientation. And I'll never forget. Cause I was in the Phi Mu alpha fraternity
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there was a bunch of, uh, freshmen who were rushing. And one of the panel discussions was a freshman class. All these kids who are rushing to fraternity and they're all sitting and They're just, their eyes are like saucers cause they're just pretty sure Dion's about to come out.
1: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Dion's about to come out.
0: <laughs> Pretty sure Dion's about to come out. This this is happening. <laughs> it's going down. We didn't know. You know, we which is funny because 5U Alpha had gay members. Uh, if yeah. I recall... um uh, one of the drum majors, I maybe he wasn't though. Maybe he wasn't fine off. But like there were gay members in the, you know, people, you know obviously in the, in the music department. Right? But I just remember their eyes being like saucers and doing the panel discussion. And then at the end it came, you know, like I'm at the tourist in the line. And it was like, yeah, my name's, you know, obviously my name's Dion. And I, and just pausing. And, and then just these like saucer eyes. They're like yeah. on the edge of their seats. Right. Do it. Am <laughs> heterosexual. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> this, is, this is only for the girls, you know. And um, but yeah, I, I remember like being involved in that early on, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and oh, but then um, I don't know if you remember or if you even one of the reasons I left. Well, I left WIU because I ran out of money, mm-hmm. but I also um. Was diagnosed as cl- as having clinical depression.
1: Mm-mm, I didn't know that. While
0: there, and my depression got really, really bad. Um, running out of money just happened to be like an instance of like, oh, it's really time to go. But like for sure. And I remember having to tell my mom that I was taking medication for depression.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: and, and to my mother, I, I always struck me as like that would be the most awful thing in the world, right? Right. And so I couldn't think of, like, how to tell her. So, at the time, a lot of my friends were coming out to their parents. And they would tell me about these coming out stories. Like, I came out to my, you know, and they flipped out. And, you know, back then, I was like, oh, my God, my son. Ah. Right,
1: exactly. So I said, you know what? That's what I'm going to do.
0: I'm going to tell my mom I'm gay. And then that will be, like, the worst imaginable thing. And then just kidding. And then be like, oh, just joking. I just got depression. Right, right. Like, really? Oh, my God. <laughs> so I did, right? Worst idea ever. Now in in, in re- re- reflection. But I'll never forget um, coming home. And my mother knew I had been going to the medical center. But she didn't know why. And so we got back. I did, and she kept asking me, why, why are you going to the medical center? Why am I getting these medical bills? I'll tell, I'll tell you later. Get back. And I was like, look, mom. And it was my mother, my sister, and my best friend at the time. And they're sitting there. I'm like, look. I'm just going to tell you guys this. I'm gay. And my mother passed out cold. Face down on the floor. Boom. Dead away. Dead. Boom. And like, my sister never moves a muscle. She just looks down at her, looks at me, looks down at her. And I remember thinking I killed the old lady. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> like, oh, God. Hope the joke was worth it. And my best friend never moved a muscle. He, once again, like these platter eyes, just sitting there staring straight in. Not even looking at me, just staring at the wall. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> like, I just have a little depression. That's why I'm taking pills for five. And I just remember being like, a hor- oh, jeez. The most horrible <laughs> moment. But it's funny because for years, my mom would ask my best friend if I was gay. So whenever we were going somewhere, like I'd walk out the door and he'd come out the door like three minutes behind me. I'm like, what were you doing? He's like, your mom was like, is he gay? Is he really gay? Tell me. i got to be understanding. It's okay. We have gay, you know, we have gay family, which we did. Right. right? <laughs> no, I'm not gay. No. But my mom thought I was gay through most of my twenties. Most well, of my twenties. That's what you get. <laughs> which was the right, which was kind of funny, but kind of like, and I've always had mostly female friends. Mm-hmm. So I think like to her, it was like, oh, that's why it's
1: always good. Oh, yeah.
0: Right, me. I'm always scamming. Right I'm right like, exactly. This was cute. The
1: only news. Right, Mom. this was
0: cute, Mom. Right, you know,
1: <laughs> you know But no, I'm
0: always um because I grew up in a in a house full of women. Mm-hmm. First time I ever lived with another male was actually at college. So, you know, I've always been surrounded by women. I have an older sister who always have females around. i have just always connected with women. I'm not, the, I don't think of myself. You can tell me if you disagree. As a typical dude who's like, yeah, hey, I'm super tough. Know, no, I up, definitely would not say that. Look at my big truck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> look at my big truck. You know? And, you know, I'm not a typical dude in that way. And so I've always just connected with women better. They mm-hmm. conversate better, right? It's, it's funny because, like, I think, like, even now, like, when I hang out with men, men are very, like, you know, you know? Right. And now it's, like, I'm at a point in my life, though, where I am developing, like, deeper connections with my male friends, mm-hmm. you know? And it's But it's it's always been much more natural with females. Right, exactly. Whether I was, like, trying to date them or not, right? right. Just, you know. And so, yeah. So it was pretty funny. And that's a funny story, but it was not funny at the time.
1: Uh, no, I
0: don't imagine. So. <laughs> Is he really gay? No, no, he's not. <laughs> are you sure? I'll be understanding. <laughs> she said she'll accept you as you are. I'm not sure she will. Right, exactly. Uh, she would Now she knew I was having sex. Because <laughs> like, my mother was definitely, that was, I don't know, my mother was very, like, that was always like a taboo topic for her. Yeah. So yeah, Now that you know I was having sex with a girl, that would not right. that
1: be okay. Well, I pretty much have always known I was bisexual, but I never really did anything mm-hmm. until after college. Interesting. So. So. Oh, okay. Why? Why did I not do anything? Yeah. Uh, because of my family mainly i knew they would not uh they would not accept it okay very well so and i am even though i'm bisexual i'm much more attracted to men than i am women um i always say that i'm picky about my females so you know it's just been one of those things
0: I, I can't remember what friend it was but I know I had a friend who said something similar who said to me she said she was sexually attracted to women mm-hmm. but romantically attracted to men is that kind of like yes yeah like she was like I would never date a woman
1: right but I like I, sl- I could not imagine marrying a woman right and like living with another woman for the rest of my life Yeah. but yeah like yeah. I'll look at a female and be like yo she is hot Hot as shit. Yeah.
0: Do you have female partners now?
1: I do not. I haven't had one in. Oh gosh. It was before I got married. Oh. So probably ten years. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Do you have, does your family now know each other by?
1: No. Uh, oh, still so listening. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, that's cool. Well, if they listen to this. All right. Uh, you're like like, no one's gonna hear this anyway shit this is going nationwide this is it this is the new stuff right you know what it's pride month it's pride we gotta come
1: out that that closet's getting pretty damn dark kick that
0: right kick that door i know it's it's amazing it's amazing to me now um looking back even to the wiu years i remember almost like getting into a fight with a fraternity we're walk- I don't remember where we were going, but some dudes being, you know, assholes, you know, mm-hmm. some frat, like, oh, look at the look the the fucking facts, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, you come down here, I'll show you what fags do, right? right? We'll rock you. Rock you and I'll fuck you in your ass, right here in the street. Mm-hmm. And it like be <laughs> like, oh, and it's so weird, you know, and then they're like, oh, you know, come on down, bro, you know, and, and getting into those scuffle, that scuffle, looking at those arguments and all that bullshit. And now yeah. it's like.
1: Well, and even like I was telling you over breakfast, my friend that's trans. Yeah. That is transitioning from female to male, um, went to go fill his testosterone this morning and the pharmacist told him that it couldn't be filled because it was a medication for men and yeah. he was technically a woman. So, I mean, there's still always the, oh, still, sure. you know, that, that stigma and yeah, all that. So
0: and especially with, the the current
1: political climate yes uh, yes very much so the president
0: yeah that's el presidente <laughs> 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 oh god yeah 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 it's it's wild but it you know I guess it's like um I guess racially it's the same thing like you know you think back to what the sixties were like and before this you know pre sixties fifties forties going back and how you know drastically things have changed mm-hmm. yet there's so you know still so much more to be done right so far to go Absolutely. and it's um it's amazing you know it, it's amazing that those to me that those are not mutually exclusive mm-hmm. right those are both facts right we've come very far
1: and we have so much further to exactly. go
0: and it, and to me I think it's amazing like my father passed away before uh before Obama became president. Mm-hmm. So he grew up in Mississippi, um, you know, and early 1900s, you know, I'd say early, like 1930s, 40s, you know. Right. Um, I can say, say like, Right. Like 1905, <laughs> like the 40s, you know, but still in Miss, especially Mississippi, because like I even to this day, I hate Mississippi. Yeah. I hate Mississippi. And Mississippi is always, I've always heard stories uh, from his relatives, just in general, History Channel. And Mississippi was always the most racist fucking place that you, you know, ever could go. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, growing up there, and then, you know, um, to me, I was very sad he died before because he would have loved to have seen Obama. Oh, absolutely. Person, you know, and the fact that I remember him or having conversations with him where he would say, you know, things like, You know, do you ever think we have a black president? Like, I don't know. You know, I'd like to believe so, but, you know, and then it became a reality, you know, Mm -hmm. so much sooner than I think anybody ever thought it would. Oh, yeah. In reality, right? Um, And so, yeah, yeah. So it was interesting. Um, But, yeah, it's Pride Month. It
1: is Pride
0: Month. Pride Fest here in Chicago
1: is coming up. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Pride Parade. Did they do a Pride Parade in St. Louis? We do. It is actually the last weekend in June. Same here. So, yep. Okay. Yep. We have a big parade, a big like vendor fair, carnival, um, all different kinds of stuff. We have an area called The Grove. Yeah. And it's a lot of... um, It started off as a lot of gay bars. Okay. um, And it's kind of gotten more inclusive, which is good and bad all at the same time. They've had a lot of violence and stuff down there towards, um, gay and trans. And so it'll be interesting to see how that all works out this year. Okay. All right. So, but yeah, it's the last weekend in June. So
0: beautiful.
1: Yeah. Looking forward to that too. So the praise big. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun. I have a, uh, my best friend who is a lesbian, um, Completely goes all out and does like these big, huge, ornate costumes. Doesn't actually walk in the parade. Okay. We just go down there and stand, and she just gets so much attention. Mm-hmm. It just, it makes it like 20 times more fun. To yeah, go down there. yeah. Yeah. So, you see a lot of that here. Yeah. Um,
0: I actually um, started playing, I wanted to start playing trumpet, started playing instruments again. My principal instrument was saxophone. Mm-hmm. Um, my saxophone is in, uh, awful shape, so I either, to, I either need to buy a new one, or have it repadded, which actually would be about the same price, because I have a super cheap saxophone. Um, but I actually saw this, I'd seen before, and then I started seeing, I think I Googled them one. you know, when you Google things, you start seeing ads or everything. Right. On Facebook, I start seeing ads for this um, marching band called Lakeside Pride, um, very closely connected with the Boys Town neighborhood, and that, mm-hmm. like, you know, area, um, and so I joined. And so I'm marching in the Pride Parade here in Chicago with the Lakeside Pride Marching Man, um, which is amazing. We did the, have you heard about the Buffalo Grove Pride Parade? Yeah,
1: I saw you post something about that yes. on Facebook.
0: But... so which was started by like a 12, 13-year-old. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, it was amazing. That is so It was cool. amazing. Everyone was, like, it was so many people. And it was, it was funny because the parade route went through the residential it wasn't like oh, on a, nice. it wasn't like through the main street right it was on like <laughs> residential streets
1: which people, was so, people sitting on their front porches yeah yeah but shit. it
0: was just like as far you know from like the curb back into the lawns just people it was mm-hmm. amazing that and awesome. um our songs our songs for this year are uh, can't hold us seven Nation Army we are family We are Family Can't Hold Us. Seven Nation Army. And I'm totally drawing a blank on the last song. Um so, and then my music's actually out in my car. Uh but yeah, but it's like four songs, but like just like having so much fun and blah, 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 you know, it was like, oh, ah, oh. Ah. And it's just <laughs> like and so they do the Fourth of July parade, uh-huh. which I which was really interesting. Um they march with the Gay, uh, gay veteran, basically gay veterans. I can't think of it. It's called a, I want to say AVR, AVOR, something like that. Um, but veterans for equality and like kind of gay veterans Mm -hmm. and they were selling us, um, they, so they marched as a part of their unit. Okay. And they started marching with them by request and they were, and they were telling, telling us on one of the drum majors was like, when they first started marching, that unit wasn't even recognized. So they would, they let the march in a parade, but they wouldn't even announce them. Nice. So it was just kind of like, you know, you're there, but we're, you're, right. During the don't ask, don't tell years, right? Right. You're here. But we're not, right?
1: right. We're, not, we're not asking. We
0: ain't gonna talk about it. Right. We're not asking. You're not telling. And she was saying that the first year after don't ask, don't tell was, was, you know, tossed out. Um, Cause I was in the military during the don't ask mm-hmm. until end of don't ask, don't tell. Well, you're, do you, I'm trying to think actually, what year was that done in Don't Ass Hotel? Don't
1: 2006.
0: Yeah, I don't remember either. But I, but it, like, so at least part of most of my military career was actually during Don't Ass Hotel. Don't right. And so it was interesting, but she said like the first year when that was tossed out and then they were marching, um, it was the first year that they were recognized. Like, everybody who was on a viewing stand saluted them, and, you know, it was kind of like, finally, you know, because we all know that's, this has been bullshit. Yeah, right. um, And it was interesting, because I was just reading an article the other day that uh, military commanders are refusing to kick out trans soldiers out of their units. Um,
1: Fuck you, Trump.
0: Which is right. And, <laughs> and I actually shared the article with, like, like that's the spirit, right? Because it, it comes a moment when you just have to um, realize, like, some things are bullshit, right? Some things right. are bullshit, you know? um um looking down on people because who they they like to who they want to love Mm -hmm. or who they want to have sex with right um right as another adult right whatever consenting adult they want to have sex with is bullshit uh who you know if they want to love a person that looks just like them someone that looks opposite to them um fuck
1: who gives a fuck right it's not affecting you I mean what's the the world could do with more love oh ain't that the truth right
0: and so it's good. it was good to see that because um It was funny, a recruiter reached out to me probably two months ago about rejoining because I I think I sent something in because I was at one point thinking about before the election, rejoining the Army, Mm -hmm. trying to finally go into the Army National Guard band Mm -hmm. because if I do another 11 years, which seems so long, uh, another 11 years, I would be able to retire and get a pension from the military. And I was like, it's not, you know what I'm saying? 11 years of doing the, the band would not be a bad idea.
1: Right. Right. It still um, seems like a really long time, though. If I join now, <laughs> I would be, <laughs> when I was done, right?
0: Right. I'd be ready for retirement anyway. <laughs> it would be perfect. And it's funny because guys that I was in the Army with are all retiring now, right? Yeah. The guys I got in with, because if I stayed in, next, I joined in 2000, so next October mm-hmm. would be my retirement, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, so I think about it sometimes, but then after the election, I'm like, there's no way. My entire military career was under Bush, and there's no way I'm going back in under Trump. Like, I just... Right. No. Too much funny business for me. Like, I was... Because Obama's election was 08, right? Yep. And I got out in 09. So, yeah. So, yeah. I did almost my entire military career under Bush, which was a lot of bullshit.
1: Oh, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of dead
0: bodies. So, I'm good for that. Um... But yeah, it's interesting, um, and so you're you say you're also polyamorous. Right. I,
1: am, I am polyamorous. Yes,
0: and so you have. Okay, so how does that work? Go ahead and explain, How to explain okay. this to me.
1: So I am married. Okay. Um, my husband and I have been married for almost nine years. Uh, been together for almost fifteen. Cute. Yeah. And um, we have an open marriage. Um, We are allowed to see other people, have sex with other people. Um, And through that, I now have a boyfriend as well. Um, We've been seeing each other since November, and he is married as well. We go out on dates, we have sex, we text each other, we tell each other we love each other. Um, We're, I wouldn't say we're in love with each other, Mm because neither one of us would leave our spouses for each other, Mm -hmm. but there's definitely that love there. Like, I would do anything for him, he would do anything for me, kind of thing, so... It's it's really a unique situation, and uh, it definitely took a lot of open communication to get to that point. But yeah, I'm a lot happier now than I was before. So yeah, um,
0: I'm gonna ask a lot of questions because I just, go right I'm, ahead. I'm, I'm intrigued.
1: I may have answers for them. I may not have. You answers may not for have. Them. Them. <laughs> We're gonna see.
0: So they're taking their their so so. Let's tell me about the the level of trust yes. necessary yes. in that type of relationship.
1: Yeah, like I said, communication is huge for us. Um, I tell him when I start talking to new people. He tells me when he starts talking to new people. Um, if I go to meet somebody new, I tell him where I'm going. Um, who I'm meeting, the background information for the, for the person as well. Um, I never, uh, meet somebody and have sex with them on the first date. Mm -hmm. Um, safe sex is a big thing as well. Mm -hmm. Um, that requires a lot of trust on, you know, my husband's part as well as, you know, me trusting my partner. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, you know, we have a few ground rules like uh we don't have anybody over when our spouses are home. Like I don't want to be sitting in the living room and my husband's having sex with somebody in the bedroom. Okay. You know, same with him. He doesn't doesn't want that, which is totally understandable. Um, and also he does not want specific details. Hmm. about sexual encounters. Oh. So, um, that's totally opposite from my boyfriend's wife. She loves to know the details. Like, it's a huge turn-on for her. hmm Um, so it, you know, it varies from relationship to relationship, so.
0: It's interesting because I'm like, like, if I'm dating someone, mm-hmm. that's a, uh, this is probably so much overshare for people who know me. <laughs> <laughs> so much overshare. <laughs> um, <laughs> Y'all have been warned. I don't, you know what? And I don't believe in trigger warnings. I don't, that's not, <laughs> that's not something I, it's so funny because I was, I, I even said this, I, I thought this, I didn't say it, yesterday because I was at a, an event for work and I'm like, I always feel like a very bad liberal in so many ways. Like I don't believe in safe rooms. I don't believe, and that's like a big thing in, in like the space that I work in because right. you're talking about a lot of trauma. Right. But I don't, I don't support safe rooms. I don't like safe words, you know, I don't like, um, someone was telling me a conversation about kind of like, instead of, or someone said something about, instead of using this terminology, using that terminology, mm-hmm. like, to, and I do it for work all the time, right? right? My, my work and what I do is much, is sometimes very different from my personal opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the way of the world, but like, yeah, so no tr- and there's no trigger warning here. No. Right? No, 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 no. But. We'll whip out truth, no, um, we'll whip out truth whip, never
1: whipping shit out whip we'll it,
0: right. <laughs> 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 it hit the table the room just turned black black darkness darkness has come darkness has hit the room um no 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 but when I'm engaged with someone sexually um hearing about past encounters mm-hmm. is a big turn off for me yeah it, it has been I dated a woman years ago and, um, when we engaged in our relationship, I didn't know she was bisexual and I had no idea cause I knew she'd been married and I had no idea that post-marriage her next like four year relationship was with a woman. Oh. And then it was funny because I had met said woman, you know, which is, which already is like weird. You meet, right. you know, your girlfriend and her friend. And then like later on, she's like, oh yeah, we lived together we were together for four years. <laughs> the fuck? Stop. Right, full stop.
1: <laughs> where was that information? Right,
0: where was that before the video? Which was probably best that I not do, right? Because then you start looking like, oh shit, she got uh, her ex. It was like super cute, super adorable, super nice lady. Um, but I remember she said, "I'm like, so what did you, you know, what you guys do?
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: what'd you do? You know?" And then she actually had a lover prior to us dating. And mm-hmm. then she had like mentioned it to me. I'm like, are you two still hooking up? She was like, no, because, you know, me and you were dating. I don't know, fucking hook up with them. Do you? You know? Right. And then so she did. And then I'll be like, so what did you guys do? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Tell me a little bit of that. Right. Yeah. I was like, huh? Yeah. What? You know, to me, it's a turnout. Yeah. I love, you know, mm-hmm. like past encounters, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, what was the last time you and who did it, and where, and yeah, yeah. what was that like, and yeah, you know, like that totally—that turns my yeah. crank.
1: The boyfriend does that too. It turns my crank. He loves hearing details. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so I like pull out these old stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's yeah, like, oh. yeah, turns my crank. <laughs> yeah, <everybody laughs> <like that>. Turns my <laughs> crank. Yeah. So. Um. Interesting.
0: So, and and it's funny. So you're, you and your husband have never um, had sexual encounters with someone outside of the marriage together. Yes. We have. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. We actually met in the swingers community. Uh... So we were quote unquote swingers for three years after we started dating. Um, and at that time, we would play as a couple. Like, it was never, you know, he would go off on his own, I would go off on my own. It was always, we were with another couple together. hmm And, um... Like I said, we were in that for about three years. And then I started having medical problems and we started kind of running into the same couples over and over again. And um, we would run into couples that were attracted to him, but not attracted to me because of my size. Mm-hmm. And it just started to kind of mentally wear on me. So we just were like, yeah, this, it isn't worth it.
0: And just because there's no camera, I right. how would you describe your size?
1: I am a fluffy person. A
0: fluffy person.
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, some people would call me BBW. Some people would call me super sized BBW. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm a bigger girl.
0: A bigger girl. Okay. Cool. And still and clocking two men at the same time. So that's okay. You're all you're all yeah, right. I mean, know, okay. it's so funny. Actually, I have a friend who runs a BBW. Um. Uh, 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 resale shop in yes. Rockford. Yes, and she's super popular, and it's called Secondhand Curves. Do you know Secondhand Curves?
1: I've seen you post about it. You see me post about Secondhand.
0: So shout out to her name is Rachel. Um, and Secondhand Curves. She's amazing. You should check her stuff out. Yes, um, I she, will. Yes, because she's and she does meal order. Nice um and I, I, i'm sure she i've never I, i've been to the website but not in a long time yeah. yeah she's amazing she's such a like um i think me and, i don't even know how me and rachel met like in retros but she's an amazing businesswoman mm-hmm. um i think she's in the works of opening multiple shops now and she's super popular she's been on a talk show before like she's really cool you know? nice so you should check her out yeah yeah nice. yeah you yeah, know yeah. um and she's and she herself is a a beautiful woman, great dresser. She's always been like very fashionable and mm-hmm. so it's just it's for me it's always great to see people fall into a perfect place for them. Yeah. yeah. So um so here's another question. Yes. Um your husband and your boyfriend. Yes. Are they friends?
1: Um I I don't I wouldn't call them friends. They have met. Um and they both are friendly towards each other. Um, but they don't, like, hang out or talk on a daily basis. I, on the other hand, talk to my boyfriend's wife all the time. All the time? Yeah. Okay. Um, and actually, I have, on a couple of occasions, either spent the night over there or spent the whole weekend at their house while she's been there. Oh, she and... likes that? Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Is yeah. she attracted to you?
1: Um, I don't think so. We've all kind of talked about it. Okay. Um and she is bisexual as well. Oh, wow. Um but at this point in our relationship we kind of feel like it might make it a little bit too complicated. Mm-hmm. Um so we're just because it's like the Borg. They'll suck you
0: in. Right. And your husband left on a call. Right. Yeah. we don't Right. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I wish you could see that look on her face. Right. She's yeah. like exactly what yeah. That's
1: exactly what the conversation
0: entailed, too. Yeah. I already know. Yeah. I already know.
1: Well, and it's a whole male fantasy of having two girls at the same time. Which is becoming
0: a thing. Well, not right. just that. But I mean right. polyamorous
1: couples. Yeah.
0: And in general. Yeah. Are becoming a thing. A, much a, more popular a yeah.
1: lot more people in in the poly community are you know they date both yes but just in ours we yeah. we don't okay but but no we you know we hang out and we watch movies and you know have dinner together and that's cool. yeah it's a lot of fun I
0: um okay and okay so I asked that was so what about your husband's girlfriend
1: so he has not had as much luck as I have. Um, He has met a couple of girls. Um, He recently had an encounter with one um, probably a little over a month ago. Um, But she ghosted him. And so he he doesn't have anything serious right now. Yeah.
0: I've gotten ghosted probably twice in the last like... Two months.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've gotten ghosted, real, too. So. It's a real thing. Yeah. Real thing. Yeah.
0: To hell with the ghosters. Exactly. Hell, to hell with the ghosts.
1: Exactly. Long so, so um, I, I feel super bad for him and, you know, but.
0: So, full disclosure. Um,
1: yes. I
0: actually dated a woman. hmm I think it would have been last year. It might have been a year before last. Uh, a horrible time. Who was in a polyamorous relationship. She mm-hmm. was married. And... It was interesting to me, really fascinating. Cause we met online. She's so, and like we're so friends. She's so cute. And she's so just like a beautiful person, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like really intrigued by her. And so, but then she was like, I have a husband. And I was like, so what's this about? Right. Cause right. This, this, you know, and that's I, usually the very first question is, what, how does this work? What is this about? Right. Right. right, right. And so, and I think, and I now know a few other polyamorous couples and they're all a little different, right? It's all a different approach. You know, like anything else. And so she was like, well, my husband has a girlfriend and she interacts with us and our children and the family. And I think the grand scale model is that, right, I have a boyfriend, he has his girlfriend and we all, not necessarily like interacted romantically, like sexual partners, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, my children know who my boyfriend is. Uh, they know who his girlfriend is, right? You guys are welcome to come and right. holidays and spend time with us and be a part of this extended family, right? And I was like, oh, okay, well, uh, all right. I'm willing to, tr- I'm willing to try, right. Anything right. once, right? And it was so interesting. Um, I didn't think her husband liked me at all, and uh, that was to me a little troublesome. She's like, no. If he didn't like you, you know. But he was very quiet. It was interesting because she was a like me personality, big, gregarious personality, bright, sunshiny, and he just was not that type of personality. Yeah. And I, I couldn't quite understand. And, and that was that gave me flag already because mm-hmm. their their dynamic seems so strange to me. Not the fact that you have other sexual partners or you have boyfriend girlfriends. Right. That's fine, right? Um, but you two just seem so opposite. It's strange, right? It makes I hear me, that a lot. It makes me uncomfortable, right? Then, 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 like, because right. he was like kind of stone faced and really quiet, and I'm like, any moment it's kind like he might smack me, right? <laughs> but, like you ain't about to smack, you know? Like, Jay, <laughs> Jay, right. Jay, about to smack me? I got I got like seven, eight years of jujitsu. Says you ain't gonna smack me though and get away with it. I'm gonna give you a hard way to go. You never know what's gonna happen. But, like, that was the vibe I got, and then she was like, no, no, it's fine, you know, he likes you, he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't say invite him, but yeah, but it was interesting, and then it was, like, interesting, because then, like, we went out a couple times, we slept together, and then I was like, oh, he knows, and then to me, it was like, the next time I saw him, I'm like, hey, like, he knows, right? knows, he knows, he knows, right? right, and then, um, and yeah, and it was, it was interesting, um, to me, the kids were, were cute and, and it was funny cause I'm like, do they know? She's like, I think the oldest knows, but we haven't had the conversation yet. She right. Goes. Cause I think their oldest was like eight or nine. She's like, I have to wait like a little long, you know, wait. And then we're going to have the conversation like, Hey, this is mom's and this is dad's whatever. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then actually what, what ended us dating was distance because she doesn't live in Chicago. She lives further out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny cause I went to, uh, I went to twice. I went to their um, church for Christmas.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Pre-Christmas mass. Yeah. Like for, yeah. And that kind of thing. And, man, you know, and I'm like, I am like i don't think the church knows um, the but Probably not. I'm guessing. And he was like, who the fuck is this big black dude that she's brought? Right. It was just right. Like, not that they were like, not pleasant. They were like, oh, come on in. in. And I'm like, you know, so I would have been like, who the fuck is that? Right, my, <laughs> Yo, <know, right>. like, <laughs> who is that dude? Right? That says you're a buddy? Like, who is, you know. Right. Like, no one, you know, everyone in the pastor was super pleasant. Actually, one of the, um, I, I'm not a religious person, but the, and I'm not going to name the name of the church, but the pastor of, of their church was one of the nicest people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, socially active. He, like, in his sermon, he talked about accepting people of gender, race he talked about social injustice you know what i'm saying right. this is the pre-christmas and he's I had like to
1: leave several churches because of oh yeah, yeah. he's
0: you know the priest christmas the pre you know there's the music and there's the candles and he's like but let's not forget right that, that, <laughs> there are people struggling there are people who are being oppressed there are people who be right and i was like that's right brother amen, amen. <laughs> yay, bo. Out. yay bo and so it was a beautiful time uh she was a beautiful person um unfortunately, my red flags were all pretty accurate, and they're no longer married. Um, and I think it was just personality. You know, to yeah. me, it was personality differences. Um, I, I don't know. I've never
1: talked to her extensively
0: about them. She's a beautiful person. Um, and if she ever wants to check up with me again, she could. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway.
1: Yeah, there's definitely different reasons why people get into put, uh, polyamory, and there's you know, there's different dynamics. No one polyamorous relationship is going to be the same as the next. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I could ever... I I used to... It is funny. I have a friend who always teases me because I, I told her once. I'm like, I couldn't be in a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. Like, one of my biggest... And it's funny because I think the this woman that I've been dating... Been trying to date. I would say trying to date because we really haven't... It's been kind of like more like a buddy-buddy thing. Right. And I'm like, hey, I you know, want to... You know, put it put it in perspective. Two years of of kind of this little chasey thing. We've never even kissed, right? Two years of that, right? It's more than just me trying to shack you, right? It's not a shacking trying to right. thing, right? At right. least uh, that's how I perceive it. Because I was trying to shack you, right? <laughs> Out of bounced like 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 twelve months ago, easily, right? Right. right. Um. But, uh, but I think that was her word. Because I will, I, I say this freely. Like, what am I – could people are like, aren't you married? I'm like, I'll be honest. One of my biggest fears in this world is just, like, the, the thought of just one vagina for the rest of my life. Right. Like, that's horrifying to me, right? right? Um, Not that I can't do it. I've done it, right? I've dated women um, and and been faithful and been in monogamous relationships, but it's just like – but on the flip side, if you told me, oh, you're only going to eat chocolate ice cream for the rest of your life – I'd right. be like, no, no, right. but there's peanut butter. Like, right. it's corn. There's no different guy. You know? Yeah. And so it's not, like, just unique to that, right? Oh, you're only going to get steak from here on out. No! Right. But chicken! Or, you know, right. Okay, you only get chicken. Oh, but there's steak, <laughs> right? Life is a is a is is built upon these things. And then, you know, obviously your your moral conundrums and such. Um, But I don't know if I could... Be, I always wonder if I could be in a pot like And if I did, I think I'd be closer to your husband. Like I don't want to know the details, right? You know, right? Um, and to me, I, I've always visioned because I had a, I was dating a woman for for a period of time, and we had a conversation about this. I was like, you know, I picture being a relationship that has allowances for dalliances, right? Because there may come times where you're like, I met this dude, right. I really want to see what this piece looks like, right? Like, you do you really want to see it, Hun? Like, I really want to see it. (laughs) Go ahead, girl. Do you, Boo?
1: Right. And then you know what I'm saying, and it's not the funny thing is, is when we first decided to go back into an open marriage, that's kind of how it all started. Like, I had no idea. I had no ulterior motive going into the open marriage that I'm going to get myself a boyfriend and it's going to be you know, a quote unquote serious relationship. I was just like, I just like full disclosure. He's probably going to fucking kill me if he ever listens to this. But we were having sexual problems. Okay. Which is okay. Yeah. You know, um, and I am a very sexual person. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, and I was miserable. I was a full-on bitch to everybody that I encountered. I was depressed. Um, and I was just like, I need something to change. Yeah. And that's what this was. He's like, you know, I obviously cannot give you what you want. Yeah. He's like, so just go find it. He's like, be safe about it. Yes. You know, don't meet random guys in the middle of the night. Or you know whatever at the the airport, right? Go go (laughs) off to a truck stop somewhere and pick up a fucking semi truck driver. Yeah, you know. So, but yeah, you know, I just I happened to meet somebody that I connected with on a on a deeper level, and you know, I still do have an, an occasional hookup with somebody. Yeah, you know, and both of them are completely fine with that. Yeah, so it's not always a specifically a sexual thing although that's the way it usually starts out but yeah okay so interesting yeah I dig that um yeah it's um but I I, but I've talked to guys that are like okay you know what's what's this open marriage thing how does this work and when I've told them they're like yeah I I couldn't do that I I would be jealous he's like I you know I couldn't I couldn't go out on a date with you and you know be romantically involved with you and then you know have you go home to your husband he's like i would be jealous of that i'm like completely understand you know yeah it's not for everybody and
0: and let me go ahead and say this too because i I actually uh, that raises another question but um I, i was very not comfortable making statements like this until i met this i i knew i knew a guy and he's, he was very... It was funny because we were in front of these super hot women, too. And he was very plaintive about it. He goes, when I hit 35, it just didn't get as hard as it used to. It was no longer strong like bull. He goes, it still works. And I was like, oh, shit. It wasn't just me. <laughs> I thought, like... Because it was, like, almost to the day. I hit 35, and then it was kind of, like, not, like, rock hard. It's just, like... It's, uh, it's still now it's turgid. I <laughs> use a different word for it. Um It's not quite there. I mean, it still works. It's still hard, but it wasn't as big as it used to. You know, it's like oh, it doesn't. You know, I used to be able to look at a woman and right, be hi. like, hi. right? <laughs> it would unzip my pants for me, be like because it's coming through, and that doesn't really happen. When I hit thirty-five, it was like to the day. I remember. And then I was like, okay, you know, and like, so now like it's, I'm still, I'm sexually active, Mm -hmm. not necessarily currently or every day or whatever, but you know, like it still works. Mm -hmm. It's still functioning, but it's not like, you know, and then, um, I think, you know, in the past year I've had some of those instances where I'm like, oh, I'm not finishing. I'm not ejaculating. Right. And it's probably just not, it's still hard, but it's not not about that. Right, right, and now like, and it's it's funny because like the evolution of relation of sexuality, right, and sexual relationships. Like now, like I'm, um, and now I kind of get it, you know, because you're you're in your twenties, you're young, it's you're like that's like, never gonna happen, ah, it's jackrabbit-y and you're just like ah, ah, right, ah, ah, ah. you know, and now it's like, man, I could do like, like now I'm much more enjoy the experience, mm-hmm. right, and it's like, oh, we can do like forty minutes of foreplay, and I'm like, oh. Now I'm going to do this, right? And, right? and now like, and it, it may end up with, with a little bit of the pearl necklace action. It might not. And that's totally fine. And it's weird because it, it took hearing another guy say those things for me to be like, and he's like, you know, like a big dude, big right. macho guy. I'm like, fuck, he's the most in admit minute. I'm in It's just not as big as it used to be, lady. Sorry. Exactly. And, and it's cool. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that, you know? And I, it's funny because I tell myself I'm going to wait till 40, which for me is right around the corner. Literally within months. Um, and I'm going to, that's when I'm going to talk to my doctor about uh, testosterone replacement therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I've not, she doesn't test my uh, testosterone mm-hmm. to my knowledge. Right. Um, and so I don't know what my testosterone levels are. Um, and I'm very active. I do martial arts to some degree. Um, and especially now I've been biking, I'm 400 and 415 miles in yeah. this month. Yeah, and the most I've ever written in in one month, to my knowledge, is 250 miles. So you That's know, but it. but I don't know what my testosterone is, and it dips yeah. at about 35, right? Yeah. And so I I wanna, I think I, I've just said I'm waiting till my I'm 40, and then I'm gonna say hey, Doc, I wanna test my testosterone, see if it's what those levels are. I suspect right. they're low, right? It's just by natural suspense, you know. And then let's just boost those babies a little bit, right? Yeah. And see how that works with the. Right With, the, with the, yeah. the, the The love tank And then You know from there I mean yeah, Viagra is a thing Fuck it you know? <laughs> like if have I mean to... they have
1: a generic version
0: Yeah Hey And you I know? I don't need it at this juncture But it's definitely not I know some guys are really You know like I've had friends who Like their husbands And to take Viagra Yeah I'm like whatever I'm like bring me yeah. one I'll take it today blah, Exactly blah, blah. See how it works Nope. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just run it, Stop run being it. so embarrassed about your pee pee. Whatever, dude. Right? Jesus. I got none, I got nothing to hide. Right. Nothing to hide is cool, you know. I <laughs> mean, if us females can get splayed on a table every single fucking month, yes, or every year, and then like,
0: uh, who was I talking? About? Well, I, I have a. I was talking to a friend recently who's right around the the corner from, um, um. The word is escape, which happens a lot with me when women menopause,
1: menopause, yeah, right
0: around. And she was like, like that's a a huge worry for her. And and I'm like, why? I'm like, you're a beautiful woman, you're fine, right? She's like, but things change. Oh yeah, whatever. They make stuff for that. You'll be fine. (laughs) They they make stuff. You'll be okay. You know. I mean, it is what it is. We change. We get older. Right? Exactly. And, I, and, you know, it's like me and my gray hair, which started at 22. But,
1: you know, like... We, we're not even going to talk when mine started. It is
0: what it is. So, yeah. But do you get jealous in your relationships?
1: Uh, no. 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 Okay. No. I, I am pretty lucky in that aspect. Mm. Um, That goes along with the open communication, though. Mm. Like, I know how my boyfriend feels about me I know how my husband feels about me mm-hmm. Um, I don't dwell on oh well he's doing this to her is he doing that to me too or is he while he's doing this to me is he thinking about her you know I I mm-hmm. don't think about that kind of stuff okay so nice. yeah
0: do you do you, so do you advocate to other people about polyamorous relationships or um, is this something that not comes up
1: I don't know if I would say I advocate it, um, but I am completely open to discussion about it if somebody has a question about it. Mm-hmm. Um, very few of our friends know. Because I was just going to ask. How many yeah. people in your life know? Um, I can probably count on one hand okay. the people that know. Including. And it's the people that are extremely close to us that, you know, know what's going on in our marriage yeah. and... And, we'll and judge exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, not family.
0: Um, huh? Not family.
1: No, none of our family know. Okay. Uh, yet. yet. Um, which <laughs> that conversation is going to be very interesting when they do find out. Um, but yeah, you know, I um, it's uh, not like I would go up to somebody and be like, "Hey, you gotta try this. This shit is awesome." But if I have a friend that comes up to me and says, "Hey, so I heard that you're in an open marriage, or um, you know, whatever,"
0: <laughs> I heard on Facebook.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> I, heard I heard it on this <laughs> podcast. You're in an open marriage. Where are you
0: going to hear? Right, exactly. <laughs> That's the best statement I heard. Where? Where'd yeah. you hear?
1: Right. What the fuck. Who talking? What the fuck motherfuckers are talking. So, but oh, i was great. I have a friend. Um, she's a very good friend of mine. I'm not obviously not going to name names. Um, who is having problems in her marriage, yeah. and she has talked to me about it, yeah. and she's just like, I just, I just don't think I could do that, and I'm like, I. That's totally okay. You know, nobody is going to, like, kick you out of the cool kids club because you're not in a polyamorous relationship. But, you know, whatever questions you have, feel free to ask me. You know, um, like I said, it's different for every single relationship. Um, My husband's wife, um, when we first got together, I was not allowed to call him certain nicknames. Ah, yeah. because they were the nicknames she called him yeah um you know so we just every couple has different rules and you know that open communication is key yeah so you can't you can't go into an open relationship thinking oh well I can just see whoever the fuck I want and not tell anybody no yeah. that's that's cheating
0: that's not part of it yeah. yeah yeah
1: you know and I and I have had conversations with guys, who say they're in an open relationship? But she don't know. But she don't know. Yeah, oh, for and sure. I'm like, uh, you know, some people might be okay with that. I'm not one of those people, so yeah.
0: People make reference to that all the time on the dating apps. Like, oh, if you're in open marriage, and your wife don't know, right. I don't worry. Right, that, it's ooh, not open marriage. That's you're that's cheating. A, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. um,
1: that's... and I and I've had um, my husband has encountered several women. Um, because he has on his profile that he's in an open marriage, yeah. and you know they're like, oh well, you're cheating on your wife, blah 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 blah. And he's like, no, we're in an open marriage. You can talk to her. Like yeah. I will give you her, you know her her chat name, yeah. and you can talk to her. Yeah. So you know there are those people out there that are gonna, you know, try yeah. to slide underneath the radar. But oh, I'm sure. You know. yeah
0: it's it's interesting um my first like kind of exposure to it and i wouldn't have dated the the woman i i, I dated probably without uh dan savage because um, he talks about it on his show and you know what that entails and is it right for me and my spouse mm-hmm. and um you know when is it not right or you know all those things and it's it is, it's interesting because he had a conversation once and i've had this conversation with a um, a friend of mine, um, who's a, who's lovely, but she, like me and her views on relationship are so divergent. Cause I'm like, I, I this is kind of goes my personal belief. Expecting one person to be everything to you is unrealistic. Right. Right. If you, and that's kind of like how she looks at relationships. I want my lover to be my best friend, to be my confidant, to be like, I'm like, no, no, that's too much shit for one person. Right. And I, right. And you might not connect like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes And I think we're we're I mean obviously moving towards an age Where you can be more honest about that Right um, You might not be my best Sexual partner Right But you're my best emotional connection Right exactly But I need a little more Right Here right, right. Or there Or you know Vice versa right? right You know I love you Or we you know We have a family We have kids And we've been together forever But You're not quite my jam anymore. Right. And I don't want to leave, though, because of X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. However. Exactly. I need a little bit.
1: Well, and also, you know, people tell uh, couples that are having multiple kids, oh, well, you know, you're not going to love so-and-so less because you're having another child. Yeah. Well, if there's enough love to go around for all of your children, why isn't there enough love to go around for multiple partners? That's interesting.
0: I never heard you know. of someone make that. Yeah, make that connection. That's so. interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I you know, I know. I mean, I'm sure it's not for everybody because jealousy. Oh, definitely. Jealousy is a motherfucker, definitely. right? A lot definitely. of people. A lot of people are like, "Fuck that! I'll cut her and I'll cut you too." Right. But um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I don't know if I, I and I really, really don't know if it would be for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I like to believe it would be because I'm kind of like a, I always tell my, I have a coworker and I was tell like, I like to play it fast and loose. This is what we do it. Right. Oh. And because of my knave back nature. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think mean, for me, I think also an issue is like, um, cause I, I have a, I, I've met couples in polyamorous relationships where the four involved, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Two of them may not necessarily like each other the most. Right. right, And I think that would drive me crazy. Yeah, If I'm involved in a, in a relationship with someone who's like my wife or my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and she has another significant other, I'm going to have to like, if I don't like to do it, right. I'm going to fucking chop someone. You know right. what I'm saying? Like to me, I'm like, I got it. I can't deal with it. You know, I can't deal with it.
1: it. When I first started dating my boyfriend, it was so funny because I would ask him, I said, you know, what is your wife like? Because mm-hmm. he was like, you know, I really want you to meet her. Yeah. I want you guys to be friends. And he's like, you guys are exactly the same. He's like, you have the same interests. Yeah. You Like, we even look similar. Okay. It's kind of funny. Cute. Um, you know, she's younger than I am, but we like to do the same things. Cute. We have the same taste in music. Um, But I know for a fact, because we've discussed it, that she does get jealous of us. Not necessarily because... <clears throat> You know, He's spending more time with me than her or anything like that. It's because the kind of relationship, the kind of closeness that we have, she would love to find another relationship like that. Yes. And she hasn't been able to find a relationship yes. like that.
0: And it creates some jealousy. And
1: so, so it does create some jealousy. But she can voice that. Yes.
0: And that's what the yes. key is.
1: And I'm like, because the first time she said that she gets jealous of us, I'm like, oh God, oh crap. Oh, uh um, okay, well, we won't see each other. And she's like, No, 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 no. That's not it's just what because, I'm saying. Right. Yeah. She's like, it's not it doesn't have anything to do with you specifically. It's just, you know, XYZ. So um, that
0: time you two are spending together.
1: Right, she would like to be spending with
0: someone right, her segment yeah. another herness her necessary other. Exactly. There
1: because the ones the guys that she's been meeting, um, you know, she feels like she has that connection with them and then they don't. And then, you know, blah, 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 blah. A lot of time for work. So, yeah. And and I try to be very conscious about making sure he is spending time with her. Because he his schedule is completely crazy. And so I don't get to see him that often. And I don't want to be like, well, I need to see you every single second you're free. I'm like, no, no, no. You need to spend time with your wife you need to go out on dates with your wife you need to you know blah 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 and he's like but i want to spend time with you too and i'm like i understand that but she's your wife
0: yeah, yeah. you're and it's good that you're not selfish yeah. not being yeah. selfish
1: you know i'm like i'll be here whenever you're free yeah but you know she needs that's cute so that's cute yeah That's adorable
0: yeah. so but
1: yeah it's it's definitely not for everybody and you know
0: yeah.
1: um if it ever came to the point where my husband was like, listen, I don't, this isn't working, you know, um, we would probably stop. Yeah. But, you know, he's, he's okay with it for right now. So.
0: Cool. That's what we're going to keep doing. And I I think, and it's funny too, because I've always said though, like with the the, the friend I referenced earlier, I'm like, you know, she was like, Do you, would you really, I can't remember what she said. Would you really want to sleep with someone that wasn't your wife? I'm like, yeah, I think so. And I kind of joke around. I'm like, mm-hmm. I think so. I'm like, because there's just things you can't ask the mother of your children to do. Like, there's just certain, yeah. certain things I don't want I don't want her to do. Right.
1: Me, right. I don't want to see her. Right. No, nope, don't. Like, my boyfriend is a dominant. Okay. And I freaking love that. My husband, completely submissive. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah. I want somebody to pull my hair and spank my ass and, you know, Stuff like that. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, there you go.
0: Yeah, 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 you know, so. and I, and I, yeah. I, I think, I think it's unrealistic a lot of times to expect one person to be everything, right? Um, and yeah, I mean, it's funny because my 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 opinion on monogamy has actually softened
1: mm-hmm.
0: much over the years, right? Because I used to think well, monogamy is a fucking joke, right? I am like, that's a joke. There is, but then again, you, but then again, you look at so many um how the how rapid divorce is and mm-hmm. how so on and i'm like yeah maybe it is a, you know a little bit of a joke it's unrealistic i definitely think it's unrealistic um but i don't think it's impossible you know oh definitely I, not i uh yeah because i've met people um you know you meet someone and you're just like i'm gonna spend my entire life with that
1: person yeah
0: you know, you're like, I want that person. I want to wake up to that face every day. Right. You know, whether it happens or doesn't happen, but you get that feeling. And I know what that feeling is like. And I'm like, oh, monogamy's real. Right. Yeah. You know, like, right. I'm like exactly. it's, it's real. OK, yeah. it's real, real. OK. And I think, you know, but when you're when you're not in that captive moment or you don't have that and then you're dating, like, you know, a lot of people I date, I'm like, oh, I really like this person. Right. But it's not like that moment. Like I had a friend right. years ago. Uh, named uh, Shannon. And like, I remember the first time I saw her and I remember texting my friend like, who's that girl? And she told me and I was like, oh my God. Like, yo, oh, you know, like I was just like, <laughs> it was just something. It was just like, it's, it was like a click in the air. And then, but it wasn't like, oh, I want to sleep with her. It was just like, I want to be around her. And I think the next time I saw her, I was at a party and we actually ended up laying in a hammock together. And it was just like the sweetest moment. Right. It was the sweetest moment. No tomfoolery. foolery. Um, we have never kissed, we've never touched, we never had sex, but it was just like the most blissful moment right. ever. You know? And it was just like, oh shit, this this is it. This is this is what you people live and die for. Right. And then um and it's funny because it has happened uh again uh later on. Not as intense but she went on a business trip and literally met her now husband out of it like in vegas oh my gosh and um it was funny because not too long ago i was like making motions to date someone yes and they went to vegas and they met the dude
1: <laughs> okay so moral well, of the story is fuck you vegas. need to stop sending people to vegas i'm, right. fuck, I'm taking a business <laughs> trip to vegas Vegas, right? I'm burn- breaking up right now. We're done. <laughs> I'll burn that place down. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: and it was so funny. It was so, so, so funny. Um, but yeah, and I so I know that feeling, right? When yeah. you just get you catch it, you're like right, the bug, right. and you're like, okay, monogamy is real because these big, you know, fuck the fuck her, fuck her, fuck her. I just want to date this girl, mm-hmm. and that's it, you know, and it's 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 cool. Yeah, um,
1: but I mean, we definitely did not go into um our marriage thinking that we were going to have it open Yeah.
0: Marriage.
1: yeah. And you things know. change. Yeah. Things change. You know, we've been, like I said, we've been together 15 years almost, wow. you know, and um, yeah. So. Here you are. Here we are.
0: All right. I dig it. Um, And so, I think all, so on my list, all that I have left is St. Louis.
1: <laughs> Great. Let the bashing begin.
0: I'm not going to bash St. Louis. It's, you know what? It's funny because I told you earlier. I'm like, I've been to Cahokia. And you,
1: why you been
0: to Cahokia? I won't go to St. Louis, but I'll go to Cahokia. no, no. (laughs) No plans on going to St. Louis, but I'll damn sure go to Cahokia. (laughs) Uh, And if you, for those of you who don't know, Google it. Cahokia is a... Old Indian burial mounds. Indian burial, right? And there's not many of those in the world, right? And I think the 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 biggest ones are in s- South America, I believe, right? I have no
1: idea. I believe. Sure, you're right. Google it, right? I don't know. Google
0: it. I'm not it. I don't have my computer right now. But um, yeah. But the burial mounds, and in in southern Illinois, there's this town built around these burial mounds and they're huge like the biggest one is huge
1: yeah they're
0: gigantic they're gi- gi- gigantic and so yeah and then from it you can see St. Louis like you stay at the top you can see St. Louis in the distance oh, oh, like, look, at that, look at that little shit box <laughs> okay I'm done that's East that's, St. Louis that's, not St. Louis oh oh shots
1: <laughs> fired literally she
0: just she's laid it down no I'm not even going there East St. Louis just needs some love much like parts of Chicago, they see love. Yeah, that's true. And money. They need money. I mean, More there's than anything. enough strip and,
1: joints over there. you think there'd be Is there really? i never Oh, been. my God. i never been. If, if, if you're in St. Louis and somebody goes, we're going to East St. Louis, you're going like, okay, which strip club are you going to? Because that's uh, really? pretty much the only reason to go over there. Okay,
0: well, I've never been. I always I, I say I'm going to go just because you hear so much about it. And I'm like, I just want to see it. Um, but I've never actually been. I mean, St. Louis is a great... What's the best part of St. Louis? The best
1: part of St. Louis?
0: best part. What's the... So, someone from Chicago. You're trying to coax them that... Because you're like... Because so early, we went to go grab breakfast. Oh, also, right? And I know they've been... Okay, shout out to Robust Coffee Lounge. I know half of you are going to listen to that and be like, fuck him and fuck that. Okay, look. Robust is two blocks from my house. I know they've gotten some... They had some problems. They got some bad press, especially recently. Um... I would love to, to talk to somebody from Robust uh, for sure but they're two blocks away their neighborhood I'm supporting um, so actually uh, this whole time we've been talking I've been sucking down uh, caffeine from Robust and I actually had some banana pudding too because I am a fat kid and never I <laughs> eat post breakfast um, had grits for the first time in my adult life over at robust this morning Mm -hmm. um and so yeah so shout out to them for powering giving me caffeine honey nut latte officially which is just almond milk espresso and honey which my doctor said i can have if i need some sugar i like yo how about honey she goes it's natural you can have it and so i do honey and so much better than the vanilla and the caramel and all that shit um so we're good so shout out to robust Um, but yeah, but you said, you're like, you're gonna come visit me in St. Louis, right? I'm like, hell no, no. But so you're trying to coax someone from Chicago to St. Louis. How do you do it? What's, what's, what's the benefit?
1: There's so many. Like, we have beautiful parks.
0: Okay, beautiful parks.
1: We have so much free entertainment. Like, the zoo is free. The science center is free. Um, we have one of the country's top zoos. Really? Yeah. It's been ranked number one for I think three years in a row, three or four years in a row. Okay. Um, Forest Park is absolutely beautiful. Um, they just completely did the arch, uh, redid the arch grounds. Okay. So that's completely new. Um, Our downtown area has been revitalized. Okay. So you know there's art gardens and water features and it's just it's so much more than just like a sports town even though um you know especially right now because of what happened on uh wednesday oh that's right you
0: guys won the stanley cup we right we
1: did oh For the shit first time in our team's history oh wow that's yeah. right
0: you know what's so funny i didn't even know the stanley cup was going Which, on by
1: the way i'm really irritated well not irritated okay okay but the rally is on saturday and oh. i'm here so,
0: oh, oh, I'm yeah.
1: missing the Stanley Cup rally. But it's okay, because I'm seeing you kids on the block. But, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, that's, I didn't even know the Stanley Cup was going on.
0: Um, I'm not a hockey person. Yeah, I always want to go to a game. Now that the Blackhawks are not winning, I might be able to go to a game, because those tickets were, were crazy uh, after yeah. their wins. Because they did multiple years. Sorry.
1: I'm sure our tickets, hit. our yeah. ticket prices will go, through the, go roof. through the roof. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so... Um, because fr- I've had friends who told me, if you go to a hockey game live, you'll love it. Yes. You'll fall in love. Yes. Because I can't watch it on TV. Yes. I do like, it's funny, um, I can't think of the guy's name. Um, actually, I'm going to, so I have my phone in front of me. I'm actually going to look this dude's name up because he's, an act, he's a, a director, actor, but he deserves a huge shout out um, because he actually got me interested in hockey a little bit. Um, and so I don't know his name. I'm looking up the. I just watched a movie of his, Jay Baruchel. I think is his name, maybe. That actor. Oh. Right. Yes. So he's from Pitts. He's from Pittsburgh. Yes. And he's a huge hockey fan. Yes. So he's ma- He made the movie Goon, mm-hmm. which is about like a hockey enforcer. Mm-hmm. He made Goon, which are both. They're like. Have you ever watched them? Yes. They're comical in yes. the blood and the, and the gore, right? Yes. It's almost like a mix between... It's like
1: watching Shaun of the Dead. It's like
0: watching Shaun of the Dead, right? <laughs> but it, it, he feeds... It's hockey. Yes. And he features... And there are moments in the movie that are just like watching a hockey game. Mm-hmm. It's just like... Right? There's no... It's just music and hockey. Yes. And then he made a movie called she, She's Out of My League. Yes. I love. I, I identify it with so much. That's, that's me... That's so me, right? <laughs> it's me up until about a year ago right. when I was like, and it was funny actually recently this young lady, I've been trying to, I was like just trying to get her on the line, right? She's mm-hmm. just like ducking and dodging and dancing like, ha ha ha, right? And it, it came to me one day. I said, you know what? She doesn't want to date me That she doesn't deserve me because we've been doing this dance for a long fucking time and she still That's she was like, I can't figure you out, You you, you won't. Right. If you have it by now, You're and if you it. don't realize that not figuring me out is not necessarily just just enjoy me, mm-hmm. and I'm fabulous, and if you don't realize that, then fuck you, and it's kind of roll. Exactly, and um, and so I identified that move because that was always me though. Like she's out of my league. She's like, you know, oh my god, yeah, eh, 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 eh. and now I'm like, you know what, I'm a fucking catch, so we're gonna roll. Right? We're going to roll with him. But it's funny because I love the movie. um, But in the movie, he features hockey. It's all like just these moments where they're at a hockey game and it's just music and and gameplay. Right. And I love the fact that his... And and so then I watched um, documentaries about hockey enforcers. And in every single one, he's interviewed because he just has this love for hockey. And he has this deep history of the game and this knowledge. But I totally respect the fact, right, that he's right into that. And he's the only person that's ever gotten me at least bit interested. When I was like, oh, I should go to a hockey game, right? <laughs> it's like, ew. So I throw out like, a huge shout out to him because it's just amazing. Um,
1: but, yeah, that's cool yeah, that you guys I, won. Um, so funny you say that because the reason I got into hockey mm-hmm. was the – girl that was my best friend at Western Illinois. Kate was a or is still a huge St. Louis Blues fan.
0: Is she on your Facebook? Yes. I need to look her so I can see her picture.
1: Um it's
0: Well you have to say her last name. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well it's not. It's under Catherine. Kate. Oh okay.
0: Well I'm gonna look you up. Yeah. And then I'm gonna look her up.
1: Um and uh I can
0: see your friends.
1: She would we would come home for visits and she would take me to the hockey game. And that first time top one yep let's see uh, that first time that oh, I oh, I remember yeah. her yeah oh, she man. looks exactly the same as she did yeah. in college
0: she's gorgeous yeah. too yeah
1: oh, she's adorable she married her college sweetheart
0: Oh, that's, yeah, that's just creepy to me and I have a lot a lot of people at WIU did that yeah. I have a lot of friends with WIU like, and that just still creeps me
1: out yeah I didn't like, date anybody in college so you know there's that
0: I think back to like the people I dated in college and I'm like if I was married to that person now I'd be like trying to sneak up on them with piano wire. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I just, you know, I'm a different person. Yeah. And I just, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just, no, and it's just, it's beautiful and it's amazing. And shout out to all, all those people who are married to their college sweethearts and, you know, people I know who are married because all of them g- got their mm-hmm. catch, right? They yeah. got the perfect person. To me, it's creepy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then again, I was dating creepy people, <laughs> right? So it's what it is. Yeah.
1: So, but yeah, Kate used to take us to hockey games, and yeah, seeing a hockey game live is a thousand times better than watching it on TV. Yeah, game. yeah.
0: So, have you ever been to a Blackhawks game?
1: Uh, I have not.
0: Uh, yeah, we should go. Um, and I say we should go because I've heard that because they do the one. One person told me he said that the. the, the... Pledge of no, the, the Star and Banner. Oh, the national anthem. The national anthem. Yes. There we go. right words yes. right. It's like so unique in yeah the Blackhawks games. Yeah, because I guess they yell. Have you ever heard this? No. did the whole thing was what he was telling me.
1: No. So I'm, when
0: they when they get ready started, it, it's just like and the person sings. And he's like, and they just scream, like, that's the thing. And they scream your head Jesus, off. Jesus. And right. I was like, that's fucking awesome, right? I've never seen it. I don't know, but I know right. that's the thing. And then I know that the, all the teams have their different whistles. Mm-hmm. And that's all like,
1: rah, right that kind of, like, yep. cool. They all and, have their, like, different go-to music and. Okay, now, wait. Yeah. Okay, now,
0: he, it was funny because I saw somebody post, they said, the worst song since that song about the dagger. Right, that the Chelsea Dagger song fucking sucks. I'll I'll say I hate it. But tell me what is up with this? Because I have Because oh, this is one of my favorite songs. This is a song that is on. It was. It's in my most listened to songs. Two thousand eighteen. Yes. What the fuck is up with Gloria? Okay. <laughs> so, so and I looked that lady up recently yes. on her Instagram. She's dead. Yes. God rest her soul. Right. Yes. Such. Um. But I looked. I happened to look her up because I was like. Who's the song even by? But it's I was listening Before to the song like again. two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And it's and it's just it's it's I looked up how it was, you know, because I love I'm I'm very nerdy and looking things up. Yeah. So I looked up like who wrote it. So it's actually a remake of a European song, a song that was big in Europe, mm-hmm. and they wanted her to change it to make it a and it was about Gloria. Mm-hmm. And they wanted her to change it and make it about Mario. And so instead of cause it was about the the original was about someone who he it was originally a man singing it right. about a woman that he's in love with so then they wanted her to change it to be about a guy
1: that she was in
0: that love she's love. in love but she said no it's going to be a friend a girl who's just misguided and i'm trying to get her to see the light right
1: that's
0: awesome and so and, and it's very european and they thought it because the 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 background da-da, is so like Euro techno, yes. and they were like, It's gonna tank, it's gonna suck, and it was her I mean, only so real it. hit.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, if you held a gun to my head and said, Name another Lori Brannigan song, I'd be right. like, Just shoot me now. Okay, so, <laughs> so what's up
0: with, with that?
1: So, okay, so I will be completely honest, I do not know the official story. Okay, I okay. know the story that I have been told. I'll take it. Uh, the story that I was told was when we. Because, do you know the whole Blues story? No. Okay, so in January, we were in last place. Okay. So we went from last to first, which, besides the fact that it's our first cup ever, the fact that we went from from last place to first place is, like, a huge thing. Yeah. So when we started winning and we got into the playoffs, a local radio station made a joke that if we or if we made it to the playoffs I think it was it was like our last game before we made it to the playoffs if we made it to the playoffs they would play that song for 24 hours straight did they? they played it for 24 hours straight Yeah, and then when we made it to the finals, they also played it for 24 hours straight.
0: Okay, so has this always been like a song associated with it? So this is a new thing? Yeah,
1: this is a brand new thing. Holy shit.
0: Brand new thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. You think it's going to stick? Yeah. Interesting. Because, you know, the night they won, and this is what brought to my attention, the night they won, Fish was doing a concert, and they played it. (laughs) That is fucking awesome. the crowd went... (laughs) Nuts, right? And yeah. It was just like, it, it, and it was funny because it's fish, and even like when it started, you couldn't even quite tell what song it was because I feel like they had to boost the levels of the keyboard or right, whatever. It like. right. cause it was like, you, you were here, and then it was like, suddenly it was like, someone was like, oh, you gotta turn it, you gotta turn the keyboard up. Yeah, this is not a guitar, a guitar song. And then it was like, da-da-da, da-da-da. And, they, and then whoever the singer fish is uh-huh. starts singing, and I'm like, oh, this, and the crowd's like, <sighs> you yeah. know, it's going crazy. And I'm just like, okay, this is this awesome. Is I
1: completely awesome. think it's going to be kind of like a, a good luck charm kind of thing now. That's so, cool. Yeah. So why
0: her... Oh, well. Uh, I, it was just... A, is she... She's not from St. Louis, is she?
1: Uh, I don't believe so, but I think her agent was from St. Louis because okay. they had her on the radio. Um, okay. So I think she was from St. Louis. Interesting. But, yeah, it was just one of those things where, you know, ha, 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 if they make it to the playoffs, we'll do da, 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 and Pick
0: some so- Gloria. Yeah. Let's do it.
1: I mean, there Gloria. there are a lot of people that have a uh, <laughs> some bets to make up. I'll just put it that way. Oh, I'm
0: sure. I'm so sure. Yeah.
1: No, it's yeah. great. It's a great. It's funny. one guy won a hundred million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars because he bet four hundred dollars <laughs> in January that the Blues were going to make it to, we're going to win the Stanley Cup.
0: And everybody told me was throwing his money away.
1: Yeah. Yep. Nope, I got faith. And got so another faith. funny story. Uh, I, my best friend works retail, yeah, at a men's clothing store, and he had a guy come in, and it was kind of when the Blues were kind of wishy washy. Okay. And his wife was like, "Oh, you should get a blues t-shirt." And he's like, "Fuck the blues!" Da, 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 da. He's like, "She's like, but they're 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 in the playoffs. You know, they might win the Stanley Cup." And he goes, "If they win the Stanley Cup, oh, no. I will eat my ass and part of yours." And so the, last night we were, or the other night we were sitting there, and I looked at my best friend. I was like, "Hmm, I wonder if that guy will come back into the store." Oh, no. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, he got some booty munching to do." Oh
0: no. <laughs> You know what though, you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful what you what you say, because yep. anything is possible. Exactly. And it's, it, so, I'm, so what changed as far like they I, just
1: you know I did, don't know.
0: Did they just work harder? Did They, they
1: just yeah figure something now. They worked harder. Um, you know, our goalie is freaking amazing. Oh. Like he is a brick shit house, and um there were signs on churches that says the other person that saves more than Jesus is. Ah, cute, so, cute. um, you know, he's just, he's excellent. Our captains are excellent. Um, the interim coach that we had oh, was amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm really hoping they hire him on yeah. instead of making him interim, but we'll see what happens. Um, I'm sure he'll have a lot of teams coming after him now. Oh, so. sure. But,
0: but hopefully, yeah, a little black Ops. <laughs> let's get let's get it going. Chicago yeah. needs another championship of some yeah. kind.
1: Well, uh, you know, we only really have baseball and hockey. We yeah. don't have a football team anymore. So, oh, that's right, the Rams, so, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where'd they go? L A. Oh, they yeah. went back to L A. Oh, and now they're freaking winning. So, you know, figure know. that one out. I know it's so but. interesting because I remember
0: I don't know if you what your connection was, is with W I U, but they built a new sports center. Because for years, St. Louis was using yep. WIU as their training camp, Yep. and they built this huge sports center, and they're no longer there. Yep. But it's interesting, because now, Macomb has a drum corps. Really? That comes into town. And you're familiar with drum corps, because actually, last time we saw each other for this weekend was at a drum corps show. Yes.
1: In Iowa. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and- Which... Is only an hour away from Macomb, it's so it's end, not right? like it was. But uh, the Phantom
0: Regiment of Rockville, Illinois, now travels out to Macomb and does their like training camp, and so they are using. And it's interesting because they've been taught. Like Macomb has like been doing a study about how much money and if you because like you're saying. So for a while, I was really close friends. Um, I would say best friends. Uh, with the, which was then the executive director of the president of the university. Mm-hmm. So at the time it was Al Goldfarb. Mm-hmm. And then it was the gentleman after him whose name I escapes me, yeah. the black, the black guy. Yeah. Which was awesome. Um, but so I would, so when I was, I was still teaching here in CPS. Um, I would go down to Macomb for two weeks, two solid weeks at the beginning of the summer and just hang out with her and hang oh out, out in town. And she still worked every day. So literally I would just be like out and about in town by myself and it's a ghost town.
1: It is. There's nobody
0: there. All the kids are gone. You have some exchange students around. You have some kids going for summer, but for the most part, it's dead, it dead. and I, and it was great. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And so I did that. Um, and I wish I still had somebody down it, cause I would still do that. But I, I mean, I, now I work summers, but like just go down for a week, take a week off and just, yeah. you know. But um, now the Phantom Regiment is coming out there in the summer. At it's, least it's getting used. So that's right. It's bringing money in. It's bringing yeah. people in. And then, you know, they bring staff in. And then it brings actually fans from the Midwest in yeah. to Macomb. So now I know they're in kind of talks about the long-term feasibility of this relationship. Even though, um, and it wasn't Phantom Regiment that was Because it might be better in Macomb. There was another town very similar and the people were complaining. Cause the drum corps came in and then like, they were like, they're practicing like seven o'clock at night. And it's fucking ruining my
1: life. <laughs> a... yeah, well, it's... in all fairness, the only yeah. houses that are around Macomb are fraternity houses and they're up till right. Yeah, and, it's, and it's, it's actually <laughs> perfect how
0: Macomb is late. It's structured yeah. because everything near university is pretty much university holding or university associated. So there's not a lot of people to bother until yeah. you get further, out. almost like a half mile out yeah. from the, the football stadium. Yeah. And then you hit real McCombie homies. The real townies.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> I haven't heard that the term. real yes! The real Macombie homies. Macombie homies. I used to
0: date I used to date a couple <laughs> homies out so in there. I know how that goes. I dated a couple McComb homies back in my day. Uh, no, that's good. I I, I liked McComb. Macomb's the people were always nice. I never had yeah. I never had issues in McComb. Um mm-hmm. people were sweet. Um when you can't say the same by everywhere in Illinois. Yeah. Some of these motherfuckers are racist as fuck. I'm just going to go ahead and lay it out there. Um, beautiful. Um, is there anything else you want to discuss?
1: Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. We covered a we lot had, of, yeah the of ground. Of
0: the and we yes. are at a little over two hours. Nice. Um, and so yeah, yeah. I mean that was a good conversation. Yeah. Anything else? No. Shout outs.
1: Uh, shout out to my family that. If they listen to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I'm not. I got we'll done. have discussions later. And, and we already shook on it. I ain't editing shit. This is it. This is done. <laughs> this is done deal. This is going in the bag as is. It's going to have a little bit at the beginning. Might have a, oh, that was cool at the end. But this is, because I still got to figure out a title for this show. Um, uh, but this is it. Yeah. So. Thank you for being my first guest ever. Yay! Um, and for being open and for being yeah. honest. Always. And um, I appreciate you. Um, I'm actually. I think you're hanging out here today. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go bike riding tonight. Uh, there's a night ride. Roll for peace. in Dinglewood. Um, so yeah. So I'm super excited. And then you got your concert tomorrow. Got
1: my concert. And then tomorrow.
0: I got. Uh, I'm volunteering for work in the morning and then I'm actually going to a Wear orange event in the afternoon also in Inglewood. So it's going to be a full weekend, um, but pleasant and yeah. we'll get to hang out more. And so, uh, that is it. Uh, I don't know when I'm putting this out. I'm gonna try to get this out as soon as possible. So it's still time relevant. And so that you guys can hear it. And then, oh my God, I'm so excited. I got new more guests. If you want to be on my show, Get at me. I'll have that information posted wherever you caught this. And that is it. Um, uh, Oh, also, this was recorded on a Blue Snowball microphone. If Blue wants to sponsor me, I would love some of those Yeti jobs with boom mics. I actually need to get a real table, but I'll figure it out. So if anybody wants to be a sponsor of this podcast, talk to the man. Alright, and this also was recorded on the HP Pavilion X360, the worst computer ever. I hate it. Um, HP owes me a fucking apology for buying this piece of shit, but it actually got through two hours of recording, and I was it, and I was like, Sarah, do you have a computer with you? This is bullshit, <laughs> but it made it. I'm a little bit, I'm happy, but it's still a horrible computer, and I'm still upset I bought it, and so they owe me an apology, and I'm always going to tell The people, how much I hate this computer until I get a new one. But it is working. I can't blog on it. I can't record on it now. So we'll figure it out. All right, that's all I got. Party shots. Come
1: to St. Louis. Fuck St. Louis. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: And on that note, have a good day. All right. and that is episode one. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it interesting. I found it interesting, but I was there. So, you know, it's a little different. A couple notes. Um, this was recorded a few months ago. The sound quality of the interview is not as good as the sound quality is like right this moment. Um, simply because of the, uh, the equipment I'm using and Um, Actually, for the two of us, I was using one microphone. It wasn't even the microphone I'm using now, which is a much better microphone. It was a a, a cheaper quality microphone. So it doesn't sound um, as crisp and rich. Um, I will work on that and I will fix that hopefully in the future. Also, I know when I'm in basic conversation, I use a lot of verbal pauses, like the ums and ahs and ums. I will work on that. I know it's not the like, greatest thing to listen to so i've made note of it and i will work on that in future episodes so please bear with me um this is a learning process is a building process but we're going to make it great so without that's it no more gilding the lily check me out on social media um please subscribe look out for future episodes please share with your friends there's got to be at least one friend that you know that you're like oh you should listen to this send this to that one friend and you know i will be extremely grateful and thankful and yes and that's all i have um thank you for listening to off the beaten podcast and we'll see you next episode